Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey No. From 7 till 11, live local and live, Steve Travelis, Sunday Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. And welcome to Tuesday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis, you and me till 11 o'clock. Oh, we got so much to talk about tonight. We'll be discussing family values. We'll be discussing the bag ban. We'll be eating pizza. We got uh, Guy Matson coming in later in Parkway. Polly, uh, this author and singer of Jersey Pizza, joins from Aloha Monkey. We'll be performing the song live tonight. We'll get a pizza bowl update. Uh, also be talking uh, about the, uh, the exotic pets that you keep in New Jersey, and the ones you let get away, like that alligator in Neptune. Uh, but I want to start off talking about, though, is um, the the bag ban. You know, it's been how long now? Uh, how many months since May since we had the bag ban? How's it working out for you? Uh, one of the byproducts of the bag ban is that we've stopped uh, using those those evil single-use paper uh, plastic bags that we've been uh, found so many other uses for. But, of course, they don't believe that. They think we just use them once, throw them away, and they just clog up the landfill. Uh, so now... Instead of having too many of the single-use bags, we have too many of the reusable bags. And what do we do? What do we do with all these reusable bags? This is the question that is, that is driving New Jersey nuts. Right? More than eight months into New Jersey bag ban, Daniel Flamier wrote the story. Uh, we may be dealing with another issue. What to do with all those reusable bags? The advocates suggest there's a gap in the process now. The online shoppers are flooded with the reusable bags they probably don't need. Other individuals and groups could use them. Wouldn't it be great if you could just give your junk to people who could use it? Like, that really happens. You know, my, my, my wife, we have stuff in my house, in the closets, that I would love to throw away. And my wife believes that there's somebody that could use them. Like the homeless people waiting for the Trevelises to throw out a Popeil pocket fisherman or something like that. Uh, you, you leave it there in the hopes, oh, yeah, well, when so-and-so comes over, I'm going to give it to them. Right? So-and-so could use a bedspread. I'm going to give it to them. Uh, but this is where we are. So the legislators, right, they actually have legislation to address this gap. But it's on the back burner because we can't figure out what to do. We're so stupid in New Jersey that we can't figure out what to do with all the excess reusable bags. So we need the government to figure it out for us. We need legislation to address the gap. But the legislators, the lawmakers that say, dude, we got other things to do here. You know, we, we, <laughs> we want to work on your property taxes. Ha, 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 ha. We want to talk on dog leashes in the car. That's what we want to work on. And according to NJ.com, any action on legislation to tweak New Jersey's bag ban won't be recovering for at least a few months, if at all. And uh, one of the things they're talking about is an option to use the paper bags, which is where we were in the first place before we got involved with the plastic bags. 
So instead of uh, saving the birds, we're going to kill the trees. Grocery stores additionally and delivery service providers that use reusable bags would have to come up with a way for consumers to return the bags and establish or reuse a donation plan for the bags. We are spending too much time and energy on these stupid reusable bags. I mean, I'm going to give I'm going to solve the problem. You don't like them? Throw them out. Too many? Throw them out. Right. If they're I imagine they're environmentally, uh, you know, biodegradable, disposable. Right. I imagine that if we approve the, uh, you know, the reusable bags, that they're not going to damage the environment at all. But one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. How do you feel about all this? Why are we wasting time trying to figure out what to do with reusable bags in New Jersey? And how is this bag ban working out for you? Have you gotten used to the reusable bags? Have you gotten used to the idea that every time you go into the store, you got to bring in the bags? I went to Sam's Club today. I don't understand the idea, and I don't say anything because I don't want anyone to lose their job. You know, except for the guy pumping the gas. I think we can, he could do better for himself. We can get him out of there. We could save a few dollars, but that's another topic for another day. But I don't understand the person. Has anyone ever, like, who works at the, at the Walmart, at the Sam's Club, as you leave, the person checking the bundles at the door, the person checking your bags as you leave at the door? Has anyone ever, like, caught anybody, caught any shoplifters from that? That has got to be the dumbest job. Stand there. And if people leave, check their stuff. You know, like, like like there's a cop. But these aren't cops. These are minimum wage workers. The last thing you want to do if you're that guy or that person, that, that girl, is to stop anybody. Go ahead. Go. No problem. I don't want to deal with this. But that's a different story, too. But 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the reusable bags? What should we do with the reusable bags? Do you care what we do with the reusable bags? Should we be spending this much time and money trying to figure out what to do with the reusable bags? Do we need the state to tell us what to do with the reusable bags? And what are you doing with the reusable bags? 1-800-283-101.5. Joe is in Patterson on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Joe? Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, um, there are so many uh, easy ways to recycle plastic bags. Coles uh, has uh, two bins in their stores. Every grocery store, Acme, uh, you, you recycle your bins, your plastic bags to find your store. So why aren't they making a big deal out of this? Because um, they got nothing else to do, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, why don't they work on what the state dog should be? Uh, yeah, really. we got to worry about the important stuff. Or should the dog be uh, seat-belted in the car? 1-800-283-101.5. But uh, should we be spending? How much time should we be spending? Why are we wasting time trying to figure out what to do with reusable bags in New Jersey? Is this a problem that uh, we need government to deal with? Or could we handle this ourselves? I can't, I, I, you know, oh my God, we have so many reusable bags. What are we going to do? I can't believe this is a thing. And how are you making out with the bag ban? What are you doing to substitute the bags? I go to, uh, I, you know, I go to Walmart and I buy the eight ounce bags. So I don't know exactly know what we saved here because now that's what I use for my garbage. As opposed to the single-use bags I was getting from the store, which I used to take my stuff home and to align my trash can, 
I now have to go buy the bag to use to realign my trash can. 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts? Uh, how do you feel about this uh, reusable bags? Do we need the government to tell us what to do with the reusable bags? Uh, would you like to tell the government what to do with the reusable bags? 1-800-283-101.5. you been thinking about adding a pet to your family, you could use the reusable bag. My friends at Pet Center in Oldbridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Oldbridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. Here's fast traffic. P101.5, Steve Trevelis. Go to NJ1015.com. Check out um, all the ticket information you need on Giants Eagles this Saturday night. Also, a whole bunch of clubs that uh, Bruce Springsteen played in that are no longer there. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, there's legislation being considered in New Jersey to bring back the single-use paper bags because uh, people can't figure out what to do with all the reusable bags that they've been getting since the bag ban started, the single-use plastic bag ban, back in uh, May. Would you like to see this happen? 1-800-283-101.5. We need the government to tell us how to deal with the reusable bags that we've got. Uh, Legislation is considered by a Senate committee would give grocery stores the option to use single-use paper bags for delivery and curbside pickup orders, and additionally, grocery stores and delivery service providers that use reusable bags would have to come up with a way for consumers to return their bags and establish or reuse or donation plan for the bags. 1-800-283-101.5. What are you doing with your reusable bags? Has this been a problem for you? Are you so inundated with the reusable bags? Have they replaced all those single-use bags that you've had all over the house? My wife would stuff them into cabinets, stuff them into closets. Like, I was so afraid we, if we ever had a fire in our house, it would go up in about 10 minutes because of all these bags. Now they're gone, replaced by the reusable bags. How are you dealing with your reusable bags? Would you like to see the single-use bag, paper bag, come back? 1-800-283-101.5. We're going to all this trouble. We never should have left the plastic bags in the first place. I mean, if the solution was to go to the store and buy plastic bags, which we're doing now. What was the point? What exactly did we save? How many, how many birds did we save? 1-800-283-101.5. And do we need legislation to tell us that this is what we should be doing? You know, do we need legislation to, to figure out how we get rid of our reusable bags? Are we that stupid in New Jersey? Do the powers that be in New Jersey, does the government in New Jersey think that we're that stupid? You know, it's like, it's like we're little children. We better tell them how to deal with the reusable bags. And, and there's people that are asking for legislation. Throw them out. If you don't like them, throw them out. Michelle is in Deptford on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Steve. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, here we are going to be almost going on a, a year in May of these banned bags, and I still can't remember to bring my bags in with me when I shop. Um, me neither. Horrible. 
I, I'm like, I don't know. I get to the door, and, and every single time in Walmart, I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot my bags. And I just don't feel like going back and getting them. Well, you know what you do. everything up in my car, yeah. and then I bring them out to my car, and then I load them up in my car. I mean, it's just pathetic. But I think the thing that I hate worse uh-huh. is that I, that I don't get any help anymore to bag my food. <laughs> like, that is the thing that bothers me the most, I have to say, is that the cashier then just stares at me. As I'm trying to organize my food and put it in the bag, when I remember to bring it in. <laughs> no, I agree with you. And, and you know what? It's the same thing with like, God, we do more work at the checkout than the person checking us out. We've got to do Without the credit card. We've got to do all the typing. We've got to enter in all the codes. It's like, wait a minute. What are you doing here besides watching me? Are you my babysitter? Yep, absolutely. And, and I feel bad for the elderly people who have to do it themselves, you know? Right. So, I mean, I... I can't imagine how they do it, to be honest with you. I feel bad for the elderly and also for the people who can't speak English. That they're trying to figure... I I was in a line at at, at a mall, and here's a pregnant woman with a stroller, with a baby stroller, and she's trying to figure out how to work the credit card system while the cashier is practically yelling at her on how to do it. And I'm like, move the line along. It's why it's it's better to shop online. You know, you don't want to help her out, but this this is what we've become. Michelle, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Carl is in South Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Carl. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. How about you? Just driving. Good, good. Driving home from work, listening to the conversation. The answer's been in front of us for a while already. they got to start farming hemp again. It's a reusable resource. It's easy to grow. It's easy to process. You don't have to cut down all the trees. And uh, it's not a real hard process, so... I I'm mean, surprised they don't. Yeah, I mean, they got everything else made out of it, clothing and building materials and everything else out there, rope. I mean, they've been doing that for hundreds of years. So, uh, Amen. Pretty obvious, pretty obvious solution there, and it would be a win-win for everybody, especially the farmers and everybody else. I'm with you. It makes too much sense. Carl, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Glenn is in Mendham on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight? Good, buddy. How about you? Oh, not bad. Yeah, the thing that gets me about this whole thing with with no more plastic bags is I feel like I used to reuse those. You know, you take the dog out and the dog does the thing. You yeah. Pick up the stuff, and now now I got to go out and buy plastic bags. Uh, yep. To do that. So where where are we now? I feel like I've gone away from reusing. You know what you do now? Now, what do you do? Like, because me, I had to go buy bags. Now I got to go to the hefty aisle and I got to buy bags. So, how exactly is this helping the environment? Exactly. Yeah. So that that's the thing that bothers me about it. I used to use those those yellow Shoprite bags or whatever mm-hmm. you know, to, to pick up the dog stuff. And they lined my garbage can. It was the exact size for the garbage can. And now, yeah, I tell you, it was great about Christmas time was when we took out the Christmas decorations. So many of them were in those old bags. So for about a month, it was like I got a reprieve. Glenn, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Andrew's in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Andrew. Steve, how you doing? My secondary ain't that impressive. Doing good. What are you thinking? Oh, man, I'm against the bag, Ben. I'm against it. Because I use the, uh, those little plastic bags, not the cloth ones I use those right. too. But I use the little ones for uh, my garbage can in my bathroom is actually the doorknob. Mm-hmm. 
and I twist the handle a little bit looser, tighter, mm-hmm. so it fits around the doorknob, and I use it that way. And, and now? Yeah, for people that have dogs, that are walking their dogs, I could see where it would be a great thing to have those bags. Yeah. There are so many uses. There's also lunches. There's also you carrying stuff back and forth. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's silly. Andrew, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. But regardless of that, so so they make us go to these reusable bags. And now we have so many reusable bags. It's like we can't figure out what to do with the reusable bags. We're obviously too stupid to think about what to do with the reusable bags. We need government to tell us. We need legislation to tell us what to do with the reusable bags. And the government's going to say, okay, you may get the single-use paper bags back. What the hell is the point of that? Or, but you if you don't need to get the paper bags back, if you want those coveted paper bags back, you better come up with a plan. Uh, for the reusable bags. I feel like I feel like I'm talking to my twins when they were little. All right, Johnny. All right, Albie. All right, Lenny. If you want the candy, then you better figure out how to keep your room clean. You better figure out what to do with that pile of garbage over there. 1-800-283-101.5. Or that pile of bags. And we're like the little children waiting for daddy, you know, for, for daddy Warbucks to tell us what to do. It's 730. Now, the latest New Jersey news from NJ1015. You travel is. You know those little uh, hole-in-the-wall pizza joints that uh, nobody knows about? I'm going to tell you where they are, where to find them later on, so stick around. Uh, meanwhile, so uh, it's been eight months now. We got the bag ban in New Jersey. We're banning, uh, we were banning the single-use plastic bags, not realizing that they were actually reusable bags because uh, we have listed so many ways to reuse those single-use plastic bags. But it didn't matter because they had to go. They had to go. They were ruining the environment. They had to go. So now they've been replaced by the reusable bags. And uh, if you're a fan of Everybody Loves Raymond, the very first pilot episode when uh, Ray got his parents to Fruit of the Month Club, no more fruit! No more Fruit of the Month! Please stop with the fruit! What do we ever do to you? That's kind of like the way it is now with the uh, reusable bags. No more reusable bags! Please! I can't take anymore! What do we ever do to you? Every time you order something, they show up with the reusable bag. You are stuck with too many reusable bags. So what do you do with the reusable bags? Naturally, you can't think for yourself. you got to ask the government what to do. And they have legislation saying we may bring back the single-use paper bag. But if we do, you better come up with a plan to get rid of these single, I mean, these reusable plastic bags. How do you feel about this? Helen is in Monroe on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Helen. Hi, Steve. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? Good. Yeah, good, good. Uh, let me tell you my change after... You know, like they banned this reusable. Before I use them for as my garbage bag. Right. And now um, I use. I bought two like a, a little rack that can use that transparent bag right. that you put fruit in. So now I use that as my garbage bag, and uh, I put it right on my sink. Right. So anything like uh, the skin, like the leaves, everything that belong to the dirt I put in that bag. So from that time on, I'm not generating any garbage because all the food, recycled stuff, right. goes to my vegetable garden. All the recycles go to the recycles. So You should run for office. You're the most organized person I know. You have a plan for everything. 
That's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the the app I bought this uh, little uh, like rack for the bag is uh, Tamu T E M U. Right. They are kind of for fifty fifty cents each. Okay. And you can put anywhere, and then you got your like bags, like a you know you, you in the store they kind of uh, seal all the vegetable and fruits on that bag. All the bags can be reusable as your garbage bag. And yet, they won't let us have them. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. There you go. Helen came up with a bunch of ways to use the reusable bags. What about you? 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this whole idea? I think they screwed it up from the start. So here we go. We've gone too far in one direction. You know? Uh, and there were things. I was talking about it tonight, and I can't remember what, what the analogy was at dinner. Where you know, I, I think it was this. Where you know, uh, we had the bag. If you go back to, uh, what was it, 1968? Remember the graduate uh, plastics? I could find the clip for you. Where basically Dustin Hoffman is uh, at the party, uh, the Mrs. Robinson, you know, the graduate, and uh, he's getting out of college, and he's trying to figure out what to do with his life. And, uh, you know, he gets, uh, he's, he's given advice. And this is what he's told. Hold on, let me see if I can find this for you here. This is, uh, th- this is basically what he's told. I'm going to tell you this in one second here. Uh, And we're going back to the graduate here. I just want to say one word to you. Just one word. Yes, sir. Are you listening? Yes, I am. Plastics. Exactly how do you mean? (laughs) There's a great future in plastics. Think about it. Will you think about it? Yes, I will. Enough said. That's a deal. That was a graduate, 1968, right? Plastics eventually take over the world. Plastic bags, single-use plastic bags. The next thing you know, we have to get rid of plastics. Here we are, 50 years later, we got to get rid of the plastics. By the way, Anne Bancroft was in that movie, her husband, Mel Brooks, working on History of the World Part 2. And it's going to be released in March, um, I think, on Netflix or Hulu. But I cannot wait to see it. Uh... Is it Pencage? Pencage on New Jersey 101.5? How do you pronounce your name? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It's Pankaj. Pankaj? Yes. Oh, okay. Hi, Pankaj. Yeah, hi. No, again, very interesting discussion. Uh-huh. Exactly. I was thinking about this is going to happen when they came this came up with this announcement. Right. To ban the single-use ba- use bag. They didn't even think about that, you know, like me and my wife, we use those single-use bags for so many other things. As other callers had pointed out, you know, we use it for our garbage, you know, in our bathroom mm-hmm. and all that. And last week, my wife said, we need to buy these other bags because we don't have this bag. Yeah. Again, totally. The same plastic bag. Yeah. So now we have to buy, and not only that, this single reusable bag. Even though, as you said, you know, we are collecting it, and we are paying for it, too, and they are more expensive than those other bags. You're right. We are actually getting more use of those bags, and now single-use bags, it will be filling up on the garbage also now. 
you spend like I spent I think like twelve dollars or whatever it is for a box of the bags that I now use right. to line, which I used to get for nothing because I would bring them home, I bring the groceries home, and then like you, we used the bag. My gosh, thanks for the call to New Jersey one oh one point five. It's it's so ridiculous. Like I was saying before, so plastic was the new dance craze back in the late sixties. We go through this whole thing and all of a sudden, you know, we gotta get rid of the uh the paper bags because the paper bags are killing the environment where you know we're we're losing the trees, the rainforest, blah 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 blah. Next thing you know, ah, second thought, screw the rainforest, bring it back the paper bags. We're gonna think about bringing back the paper bags, but only if you're good. Don't make me come down there. Judy's in Greenwich under Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Judy. Hey, I listen to you every night, but I've never called before. But well, I'm glad you are now. I had to call because those blue bags from Greenwich are like the Tribbles mm-hmm. from Star Trek. <laughs> Trouble with Tribbles, right? I have more blue bags that I know what to do with, and I think we should all send all these extra bags to Trenton. I like that. Send them to the governor. Either that or we trade the blue bag for the blue pill. That's a different story. Only guys will get that. <laughs> and then the world will be a better place. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jenny, hang on. 1-800-283-101.5. So, how are you dealing with this bag ban? The single-use uh, single plastic bags are gone, but they've been replaced by reusable bags, which we have too many of. And we're asking the government to try to figure out what to do with them, because obviously we can't. And uh, their idea is, well, we may bring back the single-use paper bags, but only if you find a way to get rid of the reusable bags. 1-800-283-101.5. Do you know how much you can get for your home? Robert Tukansky of REMAX First Advantage has buyers lined up and can get your home sold fast and for the most money possible. More money than you ever thought possible. Ken and Raji were curious about selling their home in Scotch Plains, decided to test the market. They found that Rob and his team were able to get the multiple offers for well over the asking price. They cashed in, selling their home after 14 showings in just 10 days for five hundred. And thirty thousand dollars. That was fifty-five thousand dollars over the asking price. Rob's team also helped them purchase their next home, so the transition was seamless. Rob Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell you a home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at RobSellsNJ.com. Or Google Rob Sells NJ and start packing. New Jersey. 1.5, Steve Trevelis. Uh, it's been eight months now we've been dealing with the bag ban in New Jersey. We got rid of those pesky single-use plastic bags, those evil single-use plastic bags. They were gone, no matter what. It didn't matter about whether or not they could be reused or whatever. They had made a decision, and that was going to be it. So now they've been replaced by reusable plastic bags. And we don't know what to do with all the reusable plastic bags that we have. Jenny is in Cherry Hill on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I was just calling because I, this was cracking me up because I have a family out of state, mostly in Georgia and um, Ohio, and I was laughing because I now ask them to collect them because, like, the other callers, <laughs> I use them for... I use them for, like, the pets, the trash liners, uh-huh. like, just all sorts of stuff. And so, like, at Christmas time, my mom, she's funny, she's like, now, here's your present. Guess what I got you? And I was like, hey. she's like, 
bags. And a I'm like, yeah. bag of bags. She gave me this giant bundle of the plastic bags. Because I do. I use them all the time. I'm like, like, you know, if I'm running low, I'm calling my relatives out of state saying, hey, don't throw those bags away. But it was so cute because my mom's like, guess what? I got you. It's like, funny. Yay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we got the bags. I, from Ohio. Right? I mean, it used to be like, you know, we'd be sending people like the bread and the sausage and the mozzarella and all the great food. Exactly. On Zoni macaroni. And now I was listening. I'll, I'll send you the food, but just send me the bags. That's all we want. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, forget the food. For, give me the bags. Yeah, we, forget, I need yeah. the bags. We want the bag. We, we got marijuana, but we don't have a bag to put it in. Things have changed. <laughs> really, <laughs> really so difficult. Funny. Really, yeah. we, we're saving the birds. Bring you guys some. Good. Yeah, yeah. I can bring you some weed, but I can't bring it in a bag, so <laughs> I can't help you guys. Yeah, we'll. You bring me the bag, and I'll put the weed in the bag. But then you got to leave the there bag. There you go. Exactly. You see that? And we got a plan here. Thanks for the call. The New Jersey one hundred one point five. Only, only in New Jersey. It's going to be a show. Only in New Jersey. Could this be happening? How about how do you feel about the idea of bringing back the single-use paper bag? And it's kind of like it, they would have to admit that they screwed up on this, right? You would think. So uh, where we are here, Linda Dowdy is the president and CEO of the New Jersey Food Council. I didn't even know we had a New Jersey Food Council. Uh, what are you, sitting around talking about food? <laughs> How do you like the mozzarella? Anyway, uh, Dowdy says the Food Council is working with a diverse group of stakeholders okay, to develop an innovative resolution uh, related to e-commerce. Ideally, she said, customers who constantly receive reusable bags would have a drop-off spot in the community for the bags. I'll tell you what a drop-off. Uh, which can be then collected and sanitized and distributed to communities in need, food banks and senior groups. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Maybe like we collect all the bags and then put them up in a helicopter and drop them over the communities that need the bags. Look, it's a bag! <laughs> Uh, this is where we are, people. Uh, this effort will close the loop in this small gap. Now, the Food Council is not on board to propose laws call for the return of the single-use paper bags. Under the re- legisla- legislation, they'd be an option for delivery and pickup orders as long as the bag contains at least 40% post-consumer recycled content. It was like deflate gate now we're going to we're going to measure the composition of the paper bag what happened to us <laughs> this is the most successful program in the nation and it's groundbreaking so we don't want to take a step backwards dowdy said why introduce a paper bag when we can come up with a system in the community where we can collect the reusable bags because no one's going to do it and the whole thing is a dumb idea So, we've gone from single-use plastic bags being a problem to reusable bags being a problem. I'm going to give you the solution. If you have reusable bags and you don't know what to do with them, throw them out. Give them away. Put them outside and put, put them on your lawn, you know, next to that piece of furniture you've been hoping someone would take. Donate them to a charity. Take them to a store, whatever you want to do with them. You don't need the government to tell you what to do with the bag. You're smarter than that. You're smart enough to figure it out for yourself. And maybe if we figure that out for ourselves, we could figure out other things for ourselves. And maybe if we could figure out other things for ourselves, 
like how to put your dog in a car without a leash, then maybe government could figure out how to save us money. You know? Because there are ways in New Jersey that we could use to save us money. We're a great state to raise a family. We're going to be talking about that tonight. But right now, we're talking bags. And your thoughts on them. 1-800-283-101.5. Have something to say on New Jersey 101.5? Speak your mind now at 800-283-101.5. 809, Steve Trevelis. You and me hanging out. Till uh, 10 o'clock tonight. I'm sorry, 11 o'clock tonight. Where, where we get to talk to each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Number to get through to talk to me is 1-800-283-101.5. Coming up at 9, we're going to find those uh, great Jersey pizza joints that you may not know about, but they make great pizza. Guy Matson is going to come in from Jersey Pizza Bowl. And uh, Parkway Polly, Jersey Pizza joints, maybe play a little music. But um, right now, if you go to nj1015.com, you want ticket info for the Giant Eagle game this weekend. They got it up there for you. Uh, you want to see some great posters of uh, when Bruce played at the clubs that no longer exist. I got them up there for you. Want to find the great steak in New Jersey? I got it up there for you. Go check out nj1015.com. And the perfect solution, the perfect team, the perfect quarterback for the Jets. nj1015.com. Go check it out. But... Um, a Wildwood Hub did a survey, and can you believe New Jersey is a great state to put down roots? We rated seventh best overall in the whole country as far as raising a family goes. Wildwood Hub looked at affordability, education, safety, marriage rates, poverty uh, among the challenges that face the state. But uh, 2023's best and worst states to raise a family, we came in seventh as far as the best goes. As far as affordability, we came in third, right behind Connecticut and Massachusetts. Education and child care, we came in third behind North Dakota, Massachusetts. Health and safety, we came in 13th. Wyoming and South Dakota are a little bit above us. And socioeconomics, we came in 25th. So, I want to ask you, if you raised a family in New Jersey, if you're raising a family in New Jersey, how would you rate New Jersey as far as raising a family? Tell me how you did raising a family in New Jersey. How is it working out for you? 1-800-283-101.5. You know, we're third um, in the country as far as exports go. But if you were able to raise a family in New Jersey... Tell me about it. How does raising a family in New Jersey work out for you? 1-800-283-101.5. Tell me about the family you raised. Were you able to do it? Were you able to afford it? How many jobs did you need in order to make it happen? You, your spouse, maybe your kids. 1-800-283-101.5. If you're in the middle of raising a family in New Jersey... How hard is it to raise a family in New Jersey? Prices keep going up. Gas prices go up. Grocery prices go up. The money you spend for food is ridiculous. Eggs are like six bucks, you know, plus a dozen. Did you ever think you'd see it? 
But if you're raising a family in New Jersey, how hard or how easy is it for you? 1-800-283-101.5. According to WalletHub, this is the place to be. Is it working out for you? I mean, for me, I wouldn't raise my kids anywhere else. Part of being here, I want my kids to grow up with Jersey Attitude. I want them to have everything that New Jersey has to offer, all four seasons. I want them to have the great food. I want them to have the Giants close by. I want them to have, I want them to, you know, uh, to be able to thrive in New Jersey. You know, like they sing about New York, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. I see that about New Jersey. But what about you? Were you able to raise a family in New Jersey? Tell me about that family. How many kids? What did they go on to do? What are they doing now? What made you stay in New Jersey? And if you're having trouble raising a family in New Jersey, what's the hardest thing about raising a family in New Jersey? Can you do it on one income and you have to do it on more than one? I can't see. You know, you have to have one hell of a job to be able to raise a family today in New Jersey on one income. 1-800-283-101.5. But tell me what you like about raising a family in New Jersey, what you hate about raising a family in New Jersey. When it comes to affordability, how hard is it for you to afford New Jersey? Did you choose, I want to raise my kids here. This is the place I want to be. Like if I were looking at the map, uh, where would I like to raise my family? I would pick New Jersey because we have everything. We're like, uh, you know, we're like the poopoo platter. We have everything. <laughs> a lot of poo. Emphasis on the poopoo. <laughs> but what about you? Were you able to raise your family in New Jersey? How did it work out for you? You know, the, uh, did your kids grow up better be, having been from New Jersey? Do you find you grew up better having been from New Jersey? And what makes you want to raise your family in New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. When it comes to affordability, if you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way to do it. But according to uh, WalletHub, we came in third, which is damn good. When it comes to education, we came in third, which means uh, people, kids in New Jersey, smarter than kids in uh, 47 other states. The indicators of family friendliness, according to Wallet Hub analyst Jill Gonzalez, ranging from uh, median annual family income to housing affordability to the unemployment rate. And what makes New Jersey such a great place to raise a family, stays very well in education and child care and health and safety categories. Plus, it's affordable and has a low jobless rate, really good low jobless rate. New Jersey has the lowest unemployment rate in the nation, making it the best in that category, according to the report. Currently, the state's employment rate is 3.4%, according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. Right now, New Jersey is one of the lowest unemployment rates in the country. We're coming up on what might be a recession. We're coming up on a period of uncertainty in terms, but we're looking good. The schools are great in New Jersey. So 1-800-283-101.5. How are you able to raise your family in New Jersey? What do you love about raising a family in New Jersey? What do you hate about raising a family in New Jersey? What do you find hard about raising a family in New Jersey? And if you could make it better, what would you do? 
How many kids do you have? What are they doing? If you raised a family in New Jersey, how did it work out for you? If you're raising a family in New Jersey, how's that working out for you? As far as the school systems go, are you happy where you are? What would you change? one 800 My sons are in their glory right now. It's kind of like I got them back. Uh, Jake is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jake. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? Uh, not, not doing too bad. Well, tell me. What I'm do you think? I'm able to uh, raise, raise a family off of uh, one daytime job and some one nighttime job. Right. And, and uh, my wife uh, homeschools our children at, at home. How about that? And what do you do? I uh, work in HVAC. And you work day and night? You got two jobs? Well, I'm a cook at a restaurant on uh, Friday nights and Saturday nights. Okay. Where's the restaurant? Give me a plug. Uh, it's uh, McGuinn's Place in Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Okay. And what made you? Why do you want? What made you homeschool your kids? Well, it's um, the they needed both needed attention, right. and um, they weren't really getting it in school. So it's uh, more like one on one. Like one was excelling and one was struggling. So now they have the attention that they need. Nice. How old are they? Um, my daughter's 11 and my son is nine. Nice. Nice. You know, and how would you rate raising him in New Jersey? I, I would say pretty good. Um, and the, we live in Hamilton. The taxes aren't too bad. So, um, I could understand some other townships. It's pretty, pretty hard to do, but, um, yeah. No, sounds great. It's working out for you. Jake, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. How does raising a family in New Jersey work out for you? According to WalletHub, we're number seven. Are you finding that? What do you love about raising a family in New Jersey? What do you not like about raising a family in New Jersey? Two very simple questions. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. You ever hear or say this, I can't tell you how much weight I've gained since I can't do the things I used to do, or this pain is holding me back from my walk, my run, my activities. Well, it's time to finally do something about it and get back to doing what you love. Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAP therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. No prescriptions needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Wood. Bridge, Farmington, Tom's River, and Wall, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. There's fast traffic. 101.5 wants to say thanks for listening and fill your tank for free. You can win a free $50 gas card. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app to win a free $50 gas card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Shoka Car and Truck Company of Flemington. Kosher Car and Truck Company of Flemington. Uh, 
Sioka. There we go. Sioka Car and Truck Company of Flemington. Now with 40 locations and 25 brands. Good luck and thanks for listening from New Jersey. 101.5 Sioka Truck Company. All right, Steve Trevelisse. Did you hear about the alligator that was uh, walking around Neptune Township? Actually was found Sunday night in an abandoned bathtub outdoors in the freezing cold. Bangs Avenue resident found the three-foot juvenile alligator. How do you know it's juvenile? Inside a tub left in a lot next to his house. And the Monmouth County SPCA Animal Control went to the lot, brought the gator back to Eatontown Shelter where it was put in a clean tank. Um, you know, man, you used to hear the stories about people who kids who would get lizards as pets in New York City. And they would, like, uh, flush them down the toilet, and they'd grow into big alligators in the New York City sewer system. Uh, you know, then not everybody – I don't understand how someone decides that an alligator is a good idea for a pet. It seems to me like someone had this as a pet, couldn't handle it anymore. So what do you do? Just throw it outside. You know, like the guy at the uh, Des Moines airport, what do you do when the dog can't get on the plane? Just tie him up outside and leave. Uh, it's so irresponsible. And what would make anyone think that uh, an alligator would make a good pet? I don't can, can you, you for me, like if to pet, you'd want to be affectionate with the pet. You like petting the dog. Dog's happy to see you. Dog runs up. Cats, eh. alligator. I don't know who's going. Who's petting the alligator? Uh, nothing against you have an alligator for a pet, but I want to know. If you know anybody, who's got an exotic pet? I do uh, appearances at Pet Center. I love that place. Joe, Isabella, Tom, great people. Uh, the best pets you're ever going to find. And I see, like, I go and I look, like, at the, at the they got Roger, who um, I put up. Uh, I'm not sure what he is, but he's some kind of a reptile. And he's fun. And they, they, what they've got is so trained. There's so much fun to pet and everything. But 1-800-283-101.5. What's the most exotic pet you've ever owned? Or who do you know that has an exotic pet? Who's got a snake for a pet? And how does that work out? My cousin lived in an apartment up in North Jersey. And once had a boa constrictor. And the boa constrictor got added a tank. And they both 15 years old. They couldn't find the boa constrictor till they found them behind the refrigerator. Who wants to go get them? one 800 Anybody have an exotic pet? And I want to know, I'm interested, like, what would make you buy the pet? You know? You see people walking around with, like, snakes around their necks. Anybody have a snake for a pet? How does it work out? Can they be affectionate? Do you feel like you're getting any kind of connection with the animal? Like if you have an alligator for a pet, what is it, what is it that would make you do that? Even lizards. Like where, how does it work? I want to hear the story. How you came to decide this is a good idea. Like you have a snake for a pet. And I don't know. You know, because I've petted snakes, I've been around snakes, always been afraid of snakes. My kids aren't, though, you know. 1-800-283-101.5. What's the most exotic pet you or someone you know has ever had? And, uh, like, the large alligator. 
I can't imagine. I can't, I can't figure out any other reason why someone would end up with an alligator in Neptune. You know, was it small? Christy's in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Christy. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? Good. Tell Hanging me about in there. So I got, uh, currently, I've got a, a six-foot snake and a bearded dragon along with my dog and my cat. But I've also had, in the past, um, a snapping turtle and some bunnies outside and, yeah. Wait a minute. But I'm, a boy, wh- I'm a boy mom, so we got to do all the things. So wait a minute. Your son decided he wanted a six-foot snake as a pet? Yeah, well, it start, It was tiny when we got it. It was like the size of a pencil. Right. Um, one, one of them, we actually have had to replace the snake once because one escaped and we never found it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And this one has escaped like, oh, gosh, probably three times. Gone for like a week, and then all of a sudden we find it. They're so, yeah, kidding. They're, they're very good at escaping. Yep. When you find it, does he show up back at the door, or how do you find? Where do you find him? Um, we found him. One, we had to actually cut open a chair because he was like he got himself down so far down into the embroidered chair right. that like we couldn't get him out. So we sliced open the edge of it to get him out. Um, another time he was just like, we opened the closet door and he was like in there, um, in like a drawer, they'll find their way into any little like space to be kind of tight and hidden. But when they get hungry, he knows who feeds them. So he comes out. <laughs> now, now are, are they friendly? Have they ever tried oh, to yeah. bite you or anything? So no, no, no. They're so friendly. Like you could take them. I could take them to work. I'm a teacher. I could take them to work with me. He'd, he'd be happy. You're yeah. Kidding. He doesn't have teeth. He's like constrictor. So um, but we feed them frozen dead mice, so they're um, not at risk for. Because as he got bigger, he needed like rats, basically. Right. But once once you're feeding them something with teeth, then the animals at risk if they're you're feeding them live pets. That's what we were told anyway. And they're oh, because then the, the mouse would bite him. Yeah, it potentially could bite him, and then he would have like an injury that would have to heal. And oh, I see. You know. So what do you feed him? Oh, rats. Rats don't have teeth. That rats that are dead that are frozen. Oh, oh frozen dead rats. Yes. There's so a like, market for that. Like somebody goes into like uh, the Bronx and gets rats yeah. and freezes them. Is it? I could admit that. There's a career. What do you do? I freeze rats. Yes. Sometimes the cats will bring us home a mouse, and then we'll just feed it to the snake. Oh, look at this! It all works out, right? Now, what about the bearded dragon? Oh, he's cute. He he always plays dead, though. I always say <laughs> he always plays he's dead. dead. Of course, there's a snake in the house. What do you think he's gonna do? He's scared to death. <laughs> he's playing dead. <laughs> he's playing dead <laughs> because he doesn't want the snake yeah, he to know. He looks like he's dead half the time, but then when you take him out, he's like very lively and cute. But uh, he definitely you have to wear like a towel because he'll poop on you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like nothing worse than walking around with bearded dragon poop. I always say. It's really smelly. <laughs> do you, okay, do you really, I mean, do you feel affection from the bearded dragon? I'm not, he's not my favorite. Oh, he's not your favorite. That's because he poops her all day. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's really spiky, so, like, if you're trying to hold him and stuff, he, he hurts, and he'll, like, whip you with his tail. Uh, um, a lot of people that have bearded dragons really spend a lot of time with them as, like, their only pet, but I think... 
you know, we have a busy lifestyle and whatnot. But, like, some people, I, we'll see them on the boardwalk with, like, these little backpacks. And mm. in the backpacks is, like, their bearded dragon. They're carrying them everywhere they go. <laughs> Ours, like, we'll take him out and he'll run around, like, the floor more so than us, like, taking him places. You tell the bearded and, dragon. Yeah, they're super smart. You can teach them, like, how to do, like, sign language almost. They're really, really Really? Smart. How about mm-hmm. that? You tell the bearded yeah, dragon. No. I like that. That's <laughs> All right. As a teacher, right? You got a teacher's aid. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Bearded Dragon. And Bearded Dragon, isn't that what we used to call like the, that one uncle that every family had now? <laughs> now he's a pet. <laughs> and he's trained. And he poofs. It's 830. Now the lead. 1-800-283-101.5. So a large alligator was discovered outside Neptune, New Jersey. You know? And I know, like, uh, what would an alligator be doing outside of Neptune, New Jersey? Taking a bath, of course. They found them in a bathtub. So I want to know, like, uh, what are some of the exotic pets that you have? I guess someone could have flushed the alligator down this toilet so he would end up in the sewer system like they do in New York. But uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Tammy is in Bristol, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, 101.5. Hey, Tammy. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? All right. Um, we had a garter snake for quite a few years. We found him. Actually, our dog found him out in the backyard in the middle of winter when it was freezing out. Get out. Um, and we think it was somebody's pet that got loose because he was very tame, very easily handled. We set him up in a tank and kept him for years, but he got loose in the house for about six weeks. Oh, man. So, wait. Find him. Really? so but he was harmless, right? He wasn't, you know. Yeah, he was, he was harmless, but my brother came out of shower one day and he's goes out in the kitchen, and uh, he's sitting there. All of a sudden, I hear him squeal. Ah, I love it. Come out from under the fridge and curled around his ankle. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. So, And you had it for six he years? He hungry enough to come out. How <laughs> about that? Now, they're friendly, right? They don't bother you? Usually, garter snakes are kind of like, they're not relaxing snakes like a bow constrictor. They're mm. kind of whippy and fast. He was always very relaxed. Like, we'd bring him out, and he'd hang out, sit in your lap, and hang out on the couch, watch TV. Um, he always came up to the top of the cage if you opened it. Uh-huh. So he was very people-oriented. How about that? I, me, I'm, like, scared to death of snakes. I, I walk out my house once, and I found, like, a snake just laying across the top of my hedges, like sunbathing. And you don't even realize you're in like, wow, <laughs> and there he is. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? The, the garter snakes are friendly. you got to make the difference between the garter snake and the poisonous snake. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, I'm talking about snakes and who shows up, but Paul Marzano, Parkway Pauly from uh, the Jersey Pizza Joints, and he brings his band of renown here. Who's this, Larry and Moe? Who are these guys? <laughs> it's uh, Curly and Screwy. Curly and Screwy. Right. These are your friends. There's your friend talking to you about you like this, huh? An, an affectionate Jersey kind of way you know Are these the aloha monkeys this is aloha monkey yeah it's myself it's bob coon and it's adam doing? lewis in the in bob and adam now you're bob and you're adam bob. you're bob adam you're adam yep. you're bob okay you. have any of you guys ever owned a snake or an exotic animal no thank you good me neither, <laughs> me neither. uh how about this a guy a, a, an alligator in a bathtub in neptune Really? Yeah. Crazy, right? They found an alligator big? Uh, big enough to be, uh, I don't know, uh, three foot. Oh, okay. Three foot juvenile alligator inside a tub. 
left in a lot next to the house. So, so remember the old days, like you hear about in the city, like people would get lizards, kids would get lizards, and they flush them down the toilet. And right. there was always that thing that the New York City sewer system was filled with alligators yeah, and right. Ed Norton. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Real happy boy. So I guess in Neptune. But I mean, like, who the hell, who the hell would have an alligator as a pet? That's insanity. Or maybe like, you know, like uh, the drug dealers couldn't afford pit bulls. <laughs> we need a variation on a theme here. one 800 1015 Sam is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. So, Sammy, what's up? What's happening, my man? You are. All right. So here's my story. I was in a zoo fraternity like Animal House right. back in about 1989. Right. And I was pledging the fraternity, and they knew I was afraid of snakes. Right. We had alligators. We had pigs. We had a, a, a six-foot python. And uh, I knew I better make friends with this thing. Otherwise, they were going to make me sleep with it every night. Right. <laughs> I, was kind I of thought it was your off. girlfriend that slept with the snake. Never mind, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, 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 the squeezer, uh, but that's another story. Okay. Uh, I, uh, so I had the thing wrapped around my face. Everybody was drinking heavily. And, okay. and the thing decided to take a chunk out of my cheek. You had the snake wrapped around your face? He took a chunk out of your cheek? No, it was wrapped around my neck. Oh, your neck? Oh. Yeah, and then like a like a vacuum, it right. started sucking my cheek, right. and everybody had to like pull it off my cheek. Oh my god! Left a, it, ha- it left a hell of a beauty mark. That's all I got to tell you. Really? And now you tell everybody it's a war injury. Yeah. Now, now we're gonna have a 65th reunion mm-hmm. at the River Rock at Brick in May. I hope they don't bring the snake. No, I think the snake has got to be dead by now, right? I mean, they may bring they, they may bring the snake, but he may be somebody's belt. That's <laughs> a pair of shoes. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know what, Sammy? Check the shoes when you go. <laughs> if if somebody's got a pair of shoes that looks familiar, stay away from it, or at least keep them off your neck. <laughs> Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Yeah, I could never own a snake. No, that that kind of stuff I can't do. No way. How about no. a tarantula? I always had a tarantula. You had a tarantula. And bought it for my son. He was a kid, yeah. His mom made me take it back within 24 hours. <laughs> I was surprised he didn't make you take it back. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> he loved it. Did he take it out of the cage? I mean, what? He, he, yeah, he, he tried to. And he, he attempted. And then that, that, What made you buy your kid a tarantula? He wanted one. He wanted one. I wanted tarantula. I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah, went to the pet store. Comes yeah. a time when you got to say no. Yeah. How, much is a, how much is a tarantula? I don't, I don't remember. It wasn't that expensive. You're practically giving them away. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called earlier and said, like, they feed this. The snake doesn't have teeth. So they have to feed the snake frozen rats. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Like, you know this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I know oh, people have had snakes, yeah. They're, and they feed them frozen rats. Rats, for sure. I don't know about crows, but yeah. No, frozen rats. Oh, frozen. Frozen No, that I didn't know. I heard, I think you have to kill them live. That's, that's what No, yeah. they actually have, like, oh. there are actually people that go into business where I guess they go into the Bronx and they catch rats oh, and they yeah. freeze them. Then oh. one day, this could be snake food. Wow. Ah. That, that's an enterprising business to go oh, into. God. It's a pretty lucrative business, right? Yeah. How many, ra- how many frozen rats 
can we find in New Jersey? Go to the State House. It'd be loaded with frozen rats. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Three foot alligator found in a bathtub in Neptune. He's alive. Uh, they're going to adopt. Who adopts the alligator? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, whose bathtub was it in? Some it was outside. It was an outside bathtub. This guy oh. goes outside. He looks in his bathtub and hello, and there he is. Oh, okay, that's a lot less dramatic than an indoor bathtub. That's yeah, yeah that's that would be a problem. Right? <laughs> like wow, you know, <laughs> or a toilet. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. What is the most exotic pet you have ever had? Did you ever have an alligator for a pet, or a snake, or or uh, a bearded dragon, or whatever? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. I'm Steve Trevelis. Uh, talk pizza bowl coming up at nine o'clock. Stick around. Jominsky and Doyle. Time to be bold. Get cold. Join New Jersey 101.5's Big Joe Henry in Special Olympics, New Jersey, for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands. Freezing for a reason. Saturday, February 25th. All the details are on our free app at nj1015.com. The Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics NJ. Only from New Jersey. 101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right, so uh, imagine a surprise in Neptune. A guy goes out of his house, looks in the bathtub. Why there's a bathtub outside the guy's house, I don't know. But maybe you could ask the three-foot juvenile alligator that was uh, hanging out in the tub, lounging out. Monmouth County SPCA Animal Control went there. They got the alligator. I want to know who the hell would have an alligator as a pet. And what kind of exotic pets do you have? Shannon is in Mercer County on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Shannon. Hi, I'm Janice. Oh, Janice. Hi, Janice. Yes, it's hard to understand me because I have this vocal cord paralysis. Oh, I'm sorry. May I call you Shannon? You could call me anything except for late for dinner. Ah, look at that. I I like when they bring material to the radio. I like that. That's very good, Janice. So, Janice, you have a snake? Yes, I've had this snake I've had for 20 years. Ooh. They didn't even know they lived to be 20 years. Yeah, this baby's been living a, living a long time. Now, how, what kind of snake? It's a ball python. A python? <laughs> yeah, ball python. Yeah. Is it poisonous? A bald python? Yeah, no, ball. B-A-L-L. A ball python. What's, the, what's a ball python? It's better than any other snake. Oh, it's like a, the Burmese family. From the what? Burmese. Oh, the Burmese family. I know nothing about snakes. Oh, they're great. I've had them. I've had all kinds. Now, how did you come to get a a, a ball python 20 years ago? Oh, because it was my son's birthday, and I wanted to get him, you know, a pet that I've always had. You always had a snake? (laughs) Well, ever since I moved out of my mom's house. What made you get a snake? It was a cool thing to do. Wear around your neck, walk at the flea market. The house train. That's a good, good conversation piece. I imagine the guy stayed away from you when you had a snake around your neck, right? No, the good guys. Yeah, the cool guys. Yeah, the cool guys wanted to get close to that snake. Yeah, no, they like. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good. It's a good conversation piece. Now, uh, how like do you are you afraid of it at all? Like you don't worry about the python? He's a python. Yeah, no. This snake, you could put his head in your mouth, 
and he wouldn't bother you. Really? Wow. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> so, how about that, eh? Okay. Is this one of those, like, like the snakes that, oh, I'm thinking of the cobra, where you play the flute and he oh. jump and he starts dancing up? No, no, not that. That's the, this is no. the python where he just strangles you. Yeah. yeah, he just strangles you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I always thought those, they were Italian, because every time you go to an Italian family at the holiday, they damn near kill you with the hugs. Hey, come here, <laughs> I like that. But I used to call up and talk to you guys years and years ago. I I used to win all kinds of TV tickets. Really? Movie. Movie tickets. Did anybody ever give I thought we were the ones that gave you the snake. No. <laughs> okay. No, I bought him in Heightstown. What's his name? There are a lot of snakes in Heightstown. What's his name? <laughs> Lewis. Lewis the snake? Yeah. Lewis. <laughs> All right, Janice, thanks for the call. Lewis the snake, Louie Louie. Deborah's on the turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Deborah. Hello, how are you? How's everyone doing? We're doing good. How about you? Good, thanks. Good. So um, there was a beauty dragon that my daughter wanted, and right. it was cute. Right. Um, it was really cute. So um, I would walk in from into the house from work, and I'm like, "What is that stench?" I'm uh -oh. like, "It only lasts." It only lasted a week, and I was like, that thing's got to go. Oh. <laughs> the, beard, the bearded dragon, uh, not, 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 not the cleanest of animals. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Dennis and Judy, wildly entertaining your weekdays for over 20 years on New Jersey 101.5. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. It's all right. We'll get you through the night. Steve Trouble is hanging out till eleven o'clock, talking pizza. What else can we talk about when we got big guy Matson in the room? He of the Jersey Pizza Joints. Hey, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm telling you, man. And we got the Aloha Monkeys, the house band of Jersey Pizza Joints. They're definitely a monkey for sure, these guys. <laughs> and we got Pizza Bowl 3 coming up on February 4th. Going to be at Red's Tavern up at Carlstad, right? Down the block from MetLife Stadium. Yep. Uh, there may not be a Super Bowl there. But there could be a Super Bowl. I don't know. The Giants looking pretty good. We'll talk about that. How about that, man? How about I, that? Hey, it, it, it's going to be the only bowl played in the Meadowlands in February this year is Pizza Bowl. And we're so thankful and thrilled that you'll be our MC and Masters of Ceremonies and all the help and support you've yeah. given. Hey, yeah. thank you, thank you. What a lineup you got. Now, Now the way this all sweat, you know what, you got to tell the story. You lived it, you tell it. Big Guy Matson, how did Joycey Pizza Joints get formed? How did Pizza Bowl 3 come about? So long story short, my family grew up in the restaurant business, and as a little kid, there were no babysitters growing up in North Jersey. We're from Union City. Then Rutherford, we moved out to the country. You worked every day, and you went with your family to the restaurant. And when the restaurant did well, your family lived well. And when, unfortunately, when the restaurant went didn't do well, you, you cut back as a family. So right. uh, fast forward through college and a degree in hotel management. I got out of the industry, but I've always really longed for the community and the families that make this industry so so needed and, and uh, valuable. 
So pizza is Jersey's best commodity. We are the Napa Valley of pizza. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good way to yeah. put it. Um, once yep. you move out of this area, the pizza changes. If you take mm-hmm. the same pizzioli and move them somewhere else, the pizza changes too. So we're just in that perfect environment. And during the pandemic, uh, there was nothing but political ads on t- television. I went down the shore to hunker down, flatten the curve, and, and most likely, you know, increase my waistline. Right. Um, <laughs> and I started this little group of 25 people. And it really caught fire. People seem to, it, it's built a sense of community, and it's given a little, these small mom and pops, uh, the ability to be known by so many more people. Right. Outside of their, their trading area, if you will, their local town or, or region, people know South Jersey places now because of pizza joints. And for the 67,000 people or so who have joined us in under three years, it's built a little community, and it, and it's it's just fun, and we're doing some good things for, you know, raising a couple of dollars for tunnels to towers. Twenty five people on Facebook. Now it's a Facebook page with sixty five thousand plus, right? And this spurs Jersey meatball joints, Jersey sandwich joints, and uh, all of a sudden you're like the king of Facebook, and and you take this <laughs> and you you harness this energy. And you turn it into, we had the pizza crawl back in September. What a blast that was. At Seaside Heights, we do it the weekend, the Saturday after um, Labor Day, and it's just Mm -hmm. a fun day. And there's so many great pizza joints on the boardwalk, you can walk from one end to the other. Right. And then uh, there's the third pizza bowl. So now, tell me, like, how did the first one come about, and uh, where are we now with Pizza Bowl? So I just thought, you know, everyone says their place is the best, but if you use polling on Facebook to break down four regions of the state, people always argue there is no central Jersey. I have to hear this and deal with that all the time, but for the purpose of this competition, you break the four regions of New Jersey down, you let them vote for a month. After half a month, you cut down to the top 32. How many did you start with? A couple of hundred in each region. Really? About 800 in total. You started with 800 pizzerias. Give or take. Wow. That's the maximum number that Facebook will allow you to pull. I didn't know there were 800 pizzerias in New Jersey. There are 3,261 pizza joints. We have the most per square acre. (laughs) <laughs> Anyone on the planet. Go figure. 40 acres and a pizza joint. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 was, pizza that was the motto. <laughs> so Pizza Bowl 1 started off as a little poll. My friend uh, owns Red's Beer Garden in uh, New Brunswick in, uh, at The Rock, and he said, why don't you run it here? And he was kind enough uh, to enable us to do that. Mm-hmm. We were limited by COVID to 53 people. There were a lot more people that wanted to participate. Um, and then last year in Pizza Bowl 2, we moved it to the Meadowlands, uh-huh. 400 people, 220 judges, wow. uh, tunnels to towers, fire trucks, just quite a spectacle. And now Pizza Bowl 3, uh, the celebrity judges, right? It's going to be uh, Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker Stephen, from the New York Giants. not have Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker, at yes. the Pizza Bowl. Scored a touchdown in the 90 Super Bowl. And then the following year, when back they played Tampa Bay, he scored a touchdown in the same spot at the, in Tampa Great. Stadium in the Super Bowl. And you got Jim Murdoch, my friend from Action uh, from News 12. And uh, you also have uh, Ken Rosado from My Witness. Ken Rosado, what a what a great. 
guy, the news anchor. This man goes to bed at 6 o'clock at night, wakes up at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that sucks. Give you his, <laughs> the news when you wake up at whatever hour. Um, we're also fortunate to have Chief Jack Ohm. Uh-huh. He was uh, on the pile on 9-11. Right. He was battalion chief for FDNY. We have Eddie Bergatti. Of From the Young, the Rascals. Young Rascals. Yeah. They had the... a thing on the Ed Sullivan Show uh, yeah. decades, a couple of weeks ago. Ran like on the weekends, they do the decades binge, right? Uh-huh. So they did the Ed Sullivan Show for two days. And there was one, they, they, they put all the acts together now. They, they don't do it the way Sullivan did it, but they just take the acts and make shows. Yeah. And there was a Rascal show. And they do girl like for, they do a, a girl like you. Yeah. And Felix is singing the lead, and the late great Dino Donelli takes that video over. And when you watch the Rascals do a girl like you, when you watch Dino Donelli, it's amazing. Wow. What a great drummer he was for such yeah. a little pop song. Yeah. yeah. And then they come back with Eddie singing "How Can I Be Sure." And they orchestrated, it was the 60s, like pre-MTV. And they orchestrated this whole, like, ballet dancing going on around them. And he was so young. And, you know, and how can I be sure? The only song that Eddie sang that Felix didn't. Amazing. He he also happens to be a very smart, interesting guy. I've been blessed to be in his company a couple of times. I can't wait to meet him. He's uh, he's just rock royalty for New Jersey. Right. A lot of younger people. Joe Donofrio from Goodfellas. Played yeah. young Tommy. Yep. Tommy doing, and uh, Slick from a Bronx Tale. Uh-huh. And then Dan Manorino, a Jersey's own morning anchor on Pix11 News. Um, he'll be with us. And, of course, Tony. Look at all this TV coverage. He's a smart man, right? This is a yeah. smart man. He knows. He gets all the media, makes him judges, so we have to cover this. This <laughs> yes. is great. He is the I like man. this guy. He, gets, he, gets, right. he gets it. <laughs> and we have a few members of the Sopranos, too. Uh, really? That'll be in attendance. Yeah, so it's, it's a five-hour event because you think about it, We have four rounds to get through with 50 uh-huh. judges, pizza, and meatballs. Uh, but at the end, we crown a trophy for the best balls in Jersey uh-huh. and also the Pizza Bowl trophy. This takes place February 4th at the uh, at Red's Tavern in Carlstadt. You want to get tickets, where do you go? Um, Eventbrite, a Pizza Bowl 3, or it, please join uh, Jersey Pizza Joints on Facebook. We're a public group. And we'll have it on NJ1015. It's already on NJ1015.com. I've already written like three stories on this. We'll have more. Thank you for your support. Hey, thank you for the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to do. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Here's what I want from you. I want to know some Jersey pizza joints that are so good that we should know about them. If you know of a Jersey pizza joint in your neighborhood, a Jersey pizza joint where you live, that is so good that you want to share with the class. Give us a call. What Dude, makes them so good? The, time, the hell is that? All right, all right, calm down, calm down. Calm down. You, you, <laughs> you, you missed one button in this place. I, I, I leaned on the mouse. All right, give me a Jersey pizza joint that we should know about. 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, coming back, the Aloha Monkeys, the uh, house band of Jersey pizza joints. They sing is, our anthem. Is going to sing the anthem. They're going to do their rendition asking the musical question, Jersey pizza joints. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 
Time to be bold and get cold. Join New Jersey 101.5's Big Joe Henry in Special Olympics, New Jersey, for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands, freezing for a reason, Saturday, February 25th. All the details are on our free app at nj1015.com. The Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics NJ. Only from New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. All right, here we are. We're talking pizza bowl. Big guy Matson's in his 30 And uh, the house band of pizza bowl. Now, we're going to get to the pizza places that we should know about. So, Barry, Pete, Peter, and uh, the other two here that are buzzing in. Hold on. We have to start with the uh, the pizza, Jersey Pizza Joints anthem. The Jersey Pizza Joints song, which hey, is this sung. This is yes. the future anthem for uh, New Jersey. The future Check anthem. The words on <laughs> yes, we'll play it before all the football games. We will play the Jersey Pizza Joints. Paul Mazzano is the writer and the singer of the Jersey Pizza Joints. He's on my left. I got Adam on my right. I got Bob in center field. You guys can't see these people, but you can if you go on Guy's Facebook page. He's doing it now. <laughs> you ready, Paulie? I think we're ready. All right, boys. I'll count you off. And a one, and a two, and a three, and a... Well, out in California, the weather is real nice. I went there for a visit and got myself a slice. It was topped with avocado and shredded Brussels sprout. I took one look, I took one bite, then I spit it out. Bada bing, kiss the ring. I think you get the point. There ain't no better slice. The Jersey pizza joint. Bada bing, kiss the ring. I think you get the point. There ain't no better slice. Than a Jersey pizza joint. Hey, la 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 la. La 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 And I went down to Florida to see my cousin Matt He said the pizza ain't that bad Well I'll be the judge of that The pie came out and looked okay So I put it to the test I took one bite, spit it out A 3.5 and test Bada bing, kiss the ring I think you get the point There ain't no better slice Than a Jersey pizza joint Bada bing, kiss the ring I think you get the point There ain't no better slice Than a Jersey pizza joint Hey, hey, hey And I got in my car I drove the interstate There was pizza this, pizza that Every pizza chain I finally gave in My stomach was in knots But I couldn't take another bite Highway pizza side So I traveled to the motherland Tiamo, Italy The holy grail of pizza Was sure to impress me Well it was kind of different But I swear on my life I will never, ever eat my pizza with a fork and knife. Never! bing, kiss the ring. I think you get the point. There ain't no better slice than a Jersey pizza joint. bing, kiss the ring. I think you get the point. There ain't no better slice than a Jersey pizza joint. bing, kiss the ring. The king will anoint. There ain't no better slice than a Jersey pizza joint. La 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 la
That was great. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Paul Marzano, Aloha Monkey. What a terrific Aloha. job. What a terrific job. I'm telling you. I, you know what? I've got to get that out of my head all day now. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. This is in your head. This is to stay. Now, we're looking for uh, great pizza places that we should know about. We got Barry in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barry. Hey, how's it going there? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. Excellent. In fact, uh, the place we're talking about is Romeo's Pizza in Raintree Plaza in Freehold. Romeo's in Raintree. Now, what makes Romeo's in Raintree so good, Barry? Well, if you saw the pizza, you'd think it was a piece of art. Oh, yeah? You make it, the design, the coloring, it, it, and the flavoring is out of this world. Really? So you're like an artiste with a pizza. Hey, only place I found like that. And the place is a real, true Italian family restaurant. Oh, yeah? It's the it's best kind. I like that. You guys heard of Romeo's Pizza and Freehold? Yeah. I, well, I this have. is Raintree Plaza. There's a few of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, this guy. I, I know Raintree Plaza. That's where that, uh, what's that store? It used to be Top Tomato, uh, the Italian store. Livotos. They're really good. Uh, Livotis, yeah. Livotis. Yeah, they're they're right pretty the, good. Yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, Romeo, now, do you, you don't own the place. You just go there a lot. No, I just go there. Oh, man, that sounds good. All right, Romeo's Pizza and Freehold, a very colorful place. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to Jim in Rutherford on New Jersey 101.5. in the house. Look at this. He's showing off with the zip Mary's. I am Madsen and Paul Marzano. You know who this is. Is this? Well, you know is this, who, this is this is who we know it is, don't we? I don't know. Who this? Guy. It's Jim. Jimmy. Jimmy the Butch. Guy. Jimmy. 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 Oh, I know it's Jimmy. Hey, you, what's up, Jim? Did you do the thing? Why are you doing it? Why are you doing Jimmy? Did you do the thing? I know it is. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy C. His dad was a uh, hey, famous... Hey, oh, it's Jim. Jim, Jim yes. Wow. His dad was a famous Love butcher. Farms. Yeah. Yeah. Love Farms Patterson. All right, in the house. Sponsor. In the house, Jim. All right, now, now what's your pizzeria, Jim? Okay, my newest favorite one in ski, and Guy knows him and Paul knows him from way back... He's, uh, uh, it's a place called San Remo's in Clifton. Not that that's known, but our good friend Steve Bruno, who's 81 years old, is now working there part-time. Oh, that guy. Ochi Tassilian and his round pie to this place. Uh -huh. there last week and absolutely now fell in love with the pizzeria. Yeah, I, and, I and saw that. 81 I, years old when he's working at Pizza Bowl. Hey, so that, that kind of leads into the fact that at Pizza Bowl, we're, we're inducting two Hall of Famers. We voted wait, wait, hold on. Announce them after the news. Okay. Hold on. Forget it. We got it. That's called the tease. Ooh, See, now people will like sit that. and they will wait to find out who's <laughs> going to make the Pizza Bowl Hall of Fame. I like that. I like that. All right, 1 800 283 101.5. I want you to tell me Pizza Bowl 3 is coming up February 4th, Red's Tavern in Callstad. I got it on nj1015.com. I'm going to be the host. All kinds of celebrities are going to be there. And I want you to tell me a Jersey pizza place that we should know about. You know, like they're saying, good fellows is not enough that you know who we are, because we know who you are. We want to know who you are if you're a Jersey pizza joint. It's 930. Now, the latest New Jersey... Another 283, 101.5. I'm getting in response. Constantine Facebooks me, says, uh, I just heard you talking pizza on New Jersey 101.5, made by mouth water, so I called Domino's. At 69th Street for a small pizza and a 20-ounce called Domino's. Domino's. That's what you call it. 
I got Big Guy Matson is in oh the God. studio. The pizza ball. Are you the commissioner of pizza ball? Or are you the just a big fan? Big, big fan. fan? Of NFL, big fan of pizza. But you gotta have a title. It's your, you are the big guy. You are. You are the. There, what is it? The Prince of Pizza? We, we, we play up the whole Jersey crew thing, so I'm right. the boss of oh, the crew. Oh, you're the boss of the crew. And our moderators are all capos, and if people just act disrespectfully and they say get smacked with the pepperoni, we tend to whack them. <laughs> okay, I and got we it. sleep with the fishes, but it's all good, clean family. The anchovies. Family fun. <laughs> sleep with the anchovies. <laughs> all right, so now, uh, Jersey, right, so we're talking Jersey Pizza Joints Facebook page, 69,000 people. Pizza Bowl 3, February 4th, over at the uh, Reds Tavern in Carlstadt. And uh, we're talking about pizza joints that we should know about. By the way, Giants-Eagles this Saturday night. Uh, Nick Seriani, Eagle coach. Likes pizza wow. hut stuffed crust pizza. How about oh, no way! Really? Oh, no, right? Wow, pizza hut stuffed crust pizza. This is this is we're playing, <laughs> and here we are in Jersey with the good stuff. Right? That's why the Giants win. We 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 motivate them with the pizza. Mm -hmm. So now uh, let's take a couple calls before we get to the Pizza Hall of Fame. Pete is in Ewing on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Pete, give me a Jersey pizza place we should know about. Oh, there's a couple of them, and I drive far for good pizza. Good um, man. There's Kate and Al's in Columbus Market. They, okay. they won South Jersey in Pizza Bowl 1. They did? Kate and Al's, really cool story. Columbus Market, uh, great pizza, uh, dominated the field in Pizza Bowl 1. All right. Phenomenal. But there's also Perfetto's in Trenton on, uh, in Laylor Shopping Center. I'm telling you, you would love it. And Perfetto's. What was the other one? And you would love their pizza and their wings. And the wings. Wings are big. All right, man. Wings. Good stuff. All right. Let's go to uh, Glenn is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. What you got for us, Glenn? Hey, happy, healthy New Year to everybody. You too, my you friend. You too, Glenn. Thank you. Thank you very much. A uh, little place on Route 37 East in Tom's River is called Mia's. M-I-A-S. Yep. Mia's Pizza. You know Mia's? Yeah, Route 37 place. East. Um, mm. They're They're awesome. And there's, know, there's several of them, too. I know a mother. Well, the, Mama yeah, Mia. They're kind of independent, but the one on 37, he's got the best Sicilian. He's got the best regular pizza. Uh, as a matter of fact, my wife actually convinced me to try a cauliflower pizza, which I never even dreamed. What did you think of that? What did you think of that? You know what? I had it at one other place, and I it was like cardboard. I had it at yeah. Mia's, and, and I would we we ordered it. Wait, it, it has it. a purpose, but it, it's just not Jersey. Jersey All right, pizza, the man. cauliflower. Well, you know what? They've got pretty. So, so the, you're saying that the cauliflower, the dough was made of cauliflower. Correct. Yes. Not they put cauliflower on top of the pizza. Was that gluten-free stuff? Yeah, yeah, gluten-free. And you liked it? My daughter eats that stuff. It was good. It was good. You got to do it right. It's BYOB, and the people there are very friendly. Nice, quiet atmosphere, and it's definitely worth the trip. So Tom's River is our top city in Jersey pizza joints. We have roughly a thousand people from Tom's River. It's a hotbed for great pizza. That whole. Region the Jersey Shore really has phenomenal pizza, and if you think of the shorts, Monmouth Ocean, Atlantic, and Cape May County, but um, we're just doing something special at the shore. Maybe it's the salt there. It could be. You missed my Mama Mia joke, right? I mean, I, 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 I saw that. that right, right, right. You guys got it. We're right <laughs> over guy's head, right? I see the Snickers over here, right? <laughs> Mia's pizza. I know her mother, Mama Mia. 
Well, Mama Mia is a finalist in the Meatball Bowl. And <laughs> Dabba 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 Dabba. Meatball. <laughs> oh, Mama Mia is a finalist. actually right. a finalist, and I can't wait to meet them and host them at Pizza Bowl. <laughs> We're going to get Abba to sing to them. Let's get uh, Peter is in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter. Hello, Stephen. Does he know Joe and Don Maruca at Maruca's? Does he know Joe and Don Maruca? We actually had Maria Maruca in the, st- in the yes, studio we did. last time we were here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Marukas are Hall of Fame. They won. The I played Don- football with them. Yeah, they won Hall of Fame uh, last year. A phenomenal family. Amazing in Seaside Heights. A staple forever. Now in Asbury Park. Just a lovely family. Yeah, but in Mercer County, there are many. Yep, but I agree. Three stick out in my mind. Go ahead. One is uh, Kevin Murphy's Varsity Pizza in Lawrence. Okay. Brothers Pizza on 33. Okay. And JoJo's, where it's a good for a date. JoJo's for a date, huh? There's a bunch yes, of JoJo's pizza joints if you think your, about it. Take your friends. JoJo's Pizza, they advertise with you. Okay. So and, uh, it's excellent. All right. Now, why is JoJo's the one that's good for the date? Because nobody knows when I'm going to enter with a date. Oh. <laughs> a man, a man so of mystery. Pe- so Peter does well when he goes a to man JoJo's. Of, a man of mystery. Yes. He's like, uh, yes, it's Peter. Lawrence. <laughs> Peter from Lawrence. <laughs> Let's get uh, Alicia is in Springfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Alicia. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hey, Good. how are you? Hi, Alicia. Good. When I was a little girl, my dad taught us how to make pizzas because he used to work at a, a pizza place when he first came over to the mainland wow. from Puerto Rico. Can you throw the dough? Uh, a little bit. I haven't done it in a while, but I'm sure I could try it again. Cool. All right. So you could throw the dough at one point. That's a great skill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he taught us to throw it up over our head and twist it around and all that funny stuff. And here, he ended up working on cars, which was... Oh, uh, no, it's a waste of a talent. <laughs> yeah, but I would say the best pizza ever, uh-huh. Jobstown Pizza. They make the best... Jobstown pizza? pizza? Oh, I love white pizza. White so- with... I get it with fresh garlic and diced tomatoes mm. with garlic and olive oil. Oh, you know. You know the good stuff. That's great. Uh, you got pizza in your blood. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, good stuff, Alicia. Hey, guy, who were those young fellas that were uh, throwing the pie last year at the Pizza Bowl? The Jersey Pizza Boys out of Avenel. They have been on all the major shows. On I think Cali. I know their agents. The young the guys, they're amazing. <laughs> They've been to Europe. Their they father crazy. was a Pizza yeah. Bowl finalist last year. Really? Won some national titles. They're repeating again. Are they coming to Pizza they Bowl? They are. They'll be at Pizza Bowl 3. Oh, cool. It's yeah, a spectacle. Jersey, Jersey yeah. Pizza Boys in Avenel. Phenomenal place. Yeah. Great, great family. You know who throws the dough really well? Paul Stanley from Kiss. No kidding. Yeah. I had really? him on. We were talking. About, I had him on, and we spent like half the interview starting out talking about pizza before we got into the good stuff. Wow. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. Pizza Bowl Hall of Fame about to be announced. New Jersey's good. 283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right. I got Aloha Monkey Band with their hit song, Jersey Pizza Joints. Crazy. Thanks for having us, man. Done after Jersey Pizza Joints, which is the brainchild of one big guy, Matson, who's in here. This culminates in Pizza Bowl 3, February 4th. 
at the uh, Reds Tavern at Carlstadt. It's going to be huge. I'm going to be there uh, hosting and seeing with all kinds of celebrities. Uh, Jim Murdoch from News 12. Uh, we're going to have Ken Rosato from Eyewitness News. We're going to have Joe Nolan, the traffic guy. Julia Scotty, the very funny comedian. Hey, she's great. Isn't she amazing? Her. She is great. It's an have honor. Have you seen to that have stuff her. I showed you? Yep, and then we're going to have uh, who else? It's even Baker, the touchdown maker. Uh, a, a good time shall be had by you all. Eddie Brigatti from the Rascals. How can I be sure? How can you be sure of the best pizza? Yes, John in Lavalette on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hey, John. How you doing, Steve? Good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. All right, John. Where are we going for good pizza? Best pizza, Rosie's Pizza, Point Pleasant Beach. Yeah, everybody raves about Rosie's. Yeah. I got to give that a clap. If, you got to call ahead. You don't just walk in, hey, give me a pie, give me a slice. You don't call ahead, you got no pizza. You got to get the provolone. No, no pizza for you. The, 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 the provolone? It's aged provolone they put on Oh, really? Delicious. Yes. It's a thin pie, too. They put it on everything. They put it on their squares, their rounds, their white pizza. They're phenomenal. Ice cream. I love it. Good stuff. They always score really high. They're they're without question excellent. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, Barry is in South Plainfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barry. Hey, I love that song, man. Where can I get a copy of that? (laughs) Barry. We can uh, yeah. we can uh, direct you to uh, to your house and play it. <laughs> you obviously have good taste, Barry. Which that is an awesome song. We could play it live for you. Uh, They'll come to your home. It's it's out there though. It's on the Spotify. It's on all the other streaming things. Parkway Pauly, and of course we do it live with Aloha Monkey. Thanks, man. Glad you like the tune. Okay. Come on, you two will hear it live. Uh, my uh, multi joint that I go to very often is Luigi's uh, in South Plainfield. Luigi's, it's called New York style pizza, but it's not. It, it really is Jersey all the way, man. Really great. Everything he does is great there. All right, Luigi's in Chicago South pie. Plainfield. And what do you what do you recommend? Eat this Chicago pie. Right. That's delicious. Okay. <laughs> uh, all the really all the ones he has, but he has a uh, uh, cheese steak pie. He has a uh, broccoli and. And cheese and chicken is fantastic. Also, his slices are like double the size of a normal slice. Oh, that's what I like. What was that place in Seaside? The sawmill. The sawmill. Wow. We had fun at sawmill. That was like the side of the Flintstone car. Here's your slice of pizza. (laughs) The time we got down to the sawmill during the pizza crawl with Joe D'Onofrio, yourself. Um, we had already had a bunch of pizza, and then you show up at Sawmill, and Sawmill has these humongous... They're like two slices folded. Yeah, they're they're right. huge. Let's get Paulina in Mendham, New Jersey, 101.5. Paulina, where are we going for pizza? Paulina? It's Paulina. <laughs> All right, hold on. Time to announce it the is, Pizza Bowl Hall of Fame. Okay, what do we got? You know, so, so last year we inducted our first two um, inductees to the Georgia Pizza Joint Hall of Fame. Uh, this year, really pleased to announce um, that we have Steve Bruno of Mr. Bruno's fame will be um, at Pizza Bowl 3. He's been over 45 years in the industry, uh-huh. um, has multiple, had over 12 different locations. He's just a great man. Um, and then secondly, 
uh, Giuseppe Carollo, who had Joe's Pizza for 35 years in Martinsville. This man came here in 1967 with like $85 in his pocket and built this really impressive pizza joint, gave back to the community. His son uh, at Prima Pizza had been in the first three pizza bowls back to back to back. He just did an amazing thing, and he was voted by our crew into pizza bowls. So we have two inductees this year and both very qualified. Congratulations. Beautiful. Congratulations. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Paulina Mendham is back. Hi, Paulina. Hi, how y'all doing tonight? Good, how about you? How y'all doing? You from I'm Southern wonderful. Jersey? <laughs> yeah, we're in Mendham, New Jersey at Frank's Pizzeria. Beautiful it's Mendham. the best food ever. Yeah. Yes, it's beautiful. The atmosphere is lovely. And we're like a hidden secret. What's that? When people come in and they have our food, they are so happy. Everyone leaves full. What's, hey, what's the we order? Good. What's the specialty, Marlena? We go in there, what's, uh, what should we order? Everything is so good. Our chicken dishes are spectacular. Our pizza is wonderful. What's the best pizza in the place? Uh, what's the best pizza in the place, guys? Are they like the grandmas? Um, oh, grandmas are local. We have Grandma. everything. Uh, do we, do we, uh, you know what? I like I like a normal pizza. Clean. Mm-hmm. A nice best way to judge. pizza. Mm-hmm. But we've got all kinds of pizzas. Uh, it's just kind of silly. We have the eggplant pizza, uh, the like Didi pizzas, and you name it. We Shoes have and it. socks uh, pizza. I like that. Good stuff. <laughs> Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. National winner of the 2022 Edward R. Murrow Award for Best Newscast. We are New Jersey 101.5. Night, and when that moon gets a That moon is a giant pizza, right? A giant white pizza with Jackie Gleason's face on it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Steve Trevelis, I got a, I got the Joyce Pizza joints. The peoples are here. How you doing? We got big guy Matson oh, over here. God. The man who makes the pizza, the man who makes the pizza spin. He's right here at the Pizza Bowl. All right now we got, yeah, how many? Got hundreds of people that tried out, and you narrowed the field, and you narrowed the field, and you narrowed the field. And where are we now? Yeah, so. What we've got is the fabulous four from North, South, Central, and the Jersey Shore for both pizza and meatballs. So North Jersey has Patsy's Tavern in Patterson versus Star Tavern. Uh, Star Tavern's amazing. First year competing. Newcomer Grumpy's in Saddlebrook. Mm -hmm. Coniglio's in Morristown. Now, Nino Coniglio has won the Pizza International Championship 22 times in Vegas. He's competing for the first time because he just opened a place in Morristown. Uh, Central Jersey, Jersey Pizza Boys, Maria's, Prima Pizza, and Somerville, amazing three-time player. South Jersey, Ricardo's. Now, this is all on your Facebook page, right? It is. Okay. It is. Kate Nals and Jobstown Pizza. Right. And also Mama's Meatballs. All right. Um, and at the shore, we have Zoni's Maruca's again. They won last year the everything. Capricci Pizza and then uh, Capone's in Tom's River. This really cool little place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard great things about Capone's. So now, 
So now these are all on your Facebook page. So now we go to this event. Yep. What actually happens? Like what actually happens there? Like what are these what are these competing pizzerias like what do they do? Yeah, so it's a great question. So any attendee is a judge and we mm-hmm. break judging down into fifty per round. So everybody they pays, pays gets pizza. Gets four slices of pizza. Oh, right. So you get four slices four, of pizza. And four meatballs. So it's Four meatball slices and four pe- meatballs? Yeah. And you sit. We have different color plates. We anonymize everything. So people... It was like dim sum? <laughs> different color plates? Yeah. We, we're we going to use different color Chinese plates thing. to kind of separate and not, you know, keep it anonymous where people have no idea what they're reading. And then ultimately, you pick your favorite. You mark it on the scorecard. You excuse yourself. The band is on. The DJ's upstairs. The Jersey Pizza Boys spinning pizza. Um, this so is a lot of activity. You go in. You get four slices of pizza and a meatball. Right? Yeah, and then you pick your favorite. That was my rock band when I was a kid. Four slices four of pizza, slice pizza and a meatball. And a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really big share. Four slices of pizza and a meatball. <laughs> I was I was the meatball. So 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 now so so you you get this. Now wait, hold on. You get this, and and then they're they're on different color plates, and you vote on by by color on which plate you like. You pick the slice you like. You, you write down the color on the scorecard okay. of your favorite for both pizza and meatball. We tally it. We then, uh, the official scorer tallies it up, and then we announce the winner, give them a regional trophy, and the winner advances and the losers go home. I like that. So it's a, so you get, so you, you, it's basically a pizza party. You show up, you eat a lot of pizza, you listen to the band, you dance, you do a little dance, you make a little laugh, get down tonight. It's like that, right? Yeah, fun. Exactly. It, it really it is. is. I love this. It's a yep. fun, it's a yeah. fun crowd. It's a, it's a fun crowd. So great, great there. Okay. And then, uh, and the judges now, so the celebrity judges, what are they, are they just like any other judge or what? Yeah, but they're going to judge the final round. So all the judges that come in will be doing the regional rounds. They right. won't know the region. They won't know the pizza joint. And then the winners advance to the finals sometime around 5 o'clock, 4.30 mm-hmm. uh, in the afternoon. We start at 12. you got to remember, it's a long day. There's a lot to be done. We have 32 places pizza to heating, and that's pizza and meatballs same time. It takes some coordination to make that happen. We have uh, a bunch of fraternity guys volunteering their time. Oh, the Montclair uh, guys? The, yeah, Montclair University, Sigma Pi. Amazing. Um, Sigma Mark, Pizza Pie. <laughs> hey, that, on, that get with the program. That is yeah, really good. You got to keep up. Thought of that, See that? Before. that yeah. was really good, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> um, so they volunteer their time. We and, call them roadies. And help this, uh, help this yeah. all occur. So it's, it's pretty this. exciting. So, so now are the are the pizzeria like all the pizza joints? Are they all like on different tables and stuff? And you walk past and they they sell their wares and things like that? Or? Um, no, it's not that it's not that commercial. I think okay. you know we'll have a lot of recognizable people in the audience that day. Uh-huh. Uh, but the real celebrities are the mom and pop, hardworking families that bust their chops to make that happen. And think about them during COVID. The amount of sacrifice going to work to feed you while you're sitting at home. So yeah. it's really a celebration to them. And, I love this. And give it the ability to, you know, give these guys bragging rights in an industry that has 3,100 places 
how do you know the little guy? The big guys have the business. They're going to do well no matter what. Mm-hmm, right. But think about all the other ones that people don't know, and we're trying to flush out the Who best. Who basically almost got forced into submission because of our governor and all this COVID restrictions, and uh, we're going to open it on the 4th of July. Nah, we're not going to open it on the 4th of July. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is a way to get everybody back on their feet. Lorraine is in Howell on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Lorraine. Hi, how you doing? Hey, Lorraine. Good, how are you? What's up, Lorraine? Good. What else is new, Lorraine? <laughs> you, you want to add to that? Come on now. I'm sorry, drinking coffee. Oh, okay. Okay, I just wanted to call. But She's not drinking coffee. It's awesome. It's Romeo's and Rain Tree. Oh, yeah? You love Romeo's and Rain Tree, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And for y'all. Hold on. Is that your husband who called earlier? Yeah. Ah, there we go. See, this man really loves. Really you you got to get you got to get Romeo to give you a slice for free. <laughs> you he owes you for this, man. Lorraine, you got to call about Romeo's. Yeah, what, what's Romeo's website? Um, well, oh, now you're losing a slice. Now you may have to buy. <laughs> Yeah. Romeo's Rain Tree dot com. See, he was right there. He had this, he had this all ready to go. All right, Lorraine, you're the Juliet of Romeo's. Thanks for calling New Jersey one hundred one point five. And one eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. We got another segment here. Give me a Jersey pizza place that we should know about. Jersey Pizza Bowl. Hundreds of pizzerias in New Jersey got together, and they're all going after the prize, the trophy for Pizza Bowl three, and we. We'll decide who that's going to be February 4th yep. at Reds. And you go to the Jersey Pizza Joints on the Facebook page. You can get your tickets. Yep. Join the Facebook page. 65,000 have. Yeah, or Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Uh, uh, pizza Bowl 3. But it's just not pizza. It's meatballs, too. Jersey makes damn good Oh, meatballs. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about the meatball, you have, like, three f- blends of meat. One blend, and whether it be pork or veal or beef. The blending. People take meatballs really seriously. We were here with Johnny. You judge a man by his meatballs as far as I'm concerned. I know a guy who I worked with in Philadelphia. He's a sports radio talk show host. Very famous. And he would only eat his mother's meatballs. And his mother passed away. And he would only eat his his, his aunt's meatballs. And then she passed away. Oh. I don't know what he's doing now. Oh. Uh, but but seriously, I mean, there, there are people who will only eat their mother's meatballs. Oh, yeah. They're very, very picky about the meatballs. Absolutely. For me, I, I make them. I don't like the three meats. I like to use the round, the ground round, yep. because I like, to, I like to taste it while I'm making it. I eat it raw. Oh, so, like, well, I mixed the bladder. Oh, God, yeah. I, would, I worked in a butcher. I worked in a place called Diley Meats in Hoboken. It's not around anymore. But, like, we worked my way through radio school. And uh, the, the, the butcher jacket on and all. I used to keep a salt shaker in my pocket. And my job was to ground the round steak. Wow. And as it would come out, I'd be like, Thank <laughs> you know, so they took me off of that. They put me on cryvacking. You know what cryvacking is? No. Yeah. Cryvacking. You know, cryvacking is like when you that that plastic bag that yeah. you put in, it sucks the bag around it, and you put the twist tie. Like when you get like a a baloney, and it's in that yeah, yeah, cellophane cryo. That's cryo. So I was I was on the cryvac machine, and I would take that and put it on the thing, and it would suck it up. So they give me these long. Bolognese and hams and cold cuts, and I would like slice. 
slice, take a slice in the center, put it on the side. And I had my own little, like, you know, cold cut platter by the time of day. I, I was gaining 10 pounds working this day. One for you, two for me? Uh, yeah, really. It was like, wait, one for you, two for me. Uh, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Steve Trevelis, I got the Pizza Bowl crew in here. Aloha, monkey. Big guy, Matson. Give me a Jersey pizza place that we should know about, that you want to tell the world about. Here's New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. Bang, kiss the ring, people. Some bowl. Some bowl coming up on February 4th. The Pizza Bowl. At uh, Red's Tavern. Or White's Tavern. Red's Red's Tavern. Red's Restaurant and Bar. And a damn good one at that. Damn good one. Big guy Matson is here. He's the pizza bowl man. He's the, the without him, there's no pizza bowl. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And uh, we got Paul Mazzano, Aloha Monkeys, the band. Aloha. Then we got Adam and we got Bob from across the pond. And uh, we're looking for the Jersey uh, pizza places that uh, we should know about. And hundreds of people enter this. One will go home with the pizza bowl trophy. And the best balls in Jersey. And the Jersey best. trophy also. Um, in the central region, we have Massimo's Italian Deli against Maria's. That is for meatballs. Uh, meatballs, yeah, correct. Okay. Um, I can't wait Alex's for Alex's Cuccia, Constantino's, and in South Jersey, um, Mamma Mia meatballs. Okay. Ricardo's, Joe's Italiano, and Boggio's. Uh-huh. And at the shore, it's Capricci's. Talericios, Talericios in Middletown, phenomenal Italian deli. It's not a pizza joint. An amazing. Does Johnny know you're praising other meatball places? Does he know this? Zonies. That's right. I don't know. And in North Jersey, powerhouses: Ferraro's in Persephone, Patsy's in Patterson, Pizza Amore Italian Kitchen, Crosstown, Johnny Meatballs, who won it last year, and then a newcomer, Grumpy's in Saddlebrook. Grumpy's young couple opened up last year. Really the business great story uh they made it into meatball bowls so it's going to be a fun day meatball bowls yep i like this and we're still looking for judges so if you want to be a judge mm-hmm. please go on eventbrite buy a ticket show up we're going to have an awesome oh by the way the money supports tunnel to towers this is no money being made on this this no is all tunnel to towers 11 dollars of every ticket mm-hmm. goes to tunnels to towers uh we've got jack ohm um, board of director of TDT going to be with us. Uh, some of the Meadowlands mayors, the Manja mayors, as I call the them. The Manja mayors. The Manja mayors were there last year, just like in a Super Bowl. The mayors right. come, and they are judges. So this year oh, nice. we broadened it a little bit more and invited more of the mayors of the Meadowlands to mm-hmm. Manja. Everybody can agree whether it's red or blue. Jersey pizza is the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're going to learn big balls for uh, the meatball competition there, uh, Aloha Monkey? We love ACDC. We're going to do it. You're going to do it? I think <laughs> I right, I love it. Here first. Big balls by ACDC. <laughs> and which one of you guys are going to play the uh, the Angus role? Oh. <laughs> I'll be ACDC. It'll have to be Bob. Big Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Looking for the pizza joints we should know about as we get ready for Pizza Bowl. Laura is in Point Pleasant on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Laura. Hi. How's everybody? Doing good, Laura. How are you? Good, but I have to say I make the best meatballs. But you do? anyway, well, wait a minute. Well, why why are your meatball why are your meatballs so good? 
Because I got the recipe from my granny. Oh. Those were always the best recipes. How do, how do you argue with your grandmother's recipe? It's what you grew up on. Hey, but did she give it to you, or did you have to pry it out of her cold, dead hands? No. <laughs> my grandmother would never give up the recipe. And we, my, for the, I, I'm telling you, it's a true story. My, my grandmother was an incredible cook. We didn't, real, we didn't know this, but she worked in a restaurant business in Italy before she came here, hmm. when she was very young. But she was an incredible cook. And whenever you'd ask her how to do it, uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And she would never give the recipes. Yeah. And she died in like 1976. Oh, wow. Before camcorders, before smartphones. So we all had no idea. My sister. Well, that's because she didn't have a recipe. Oh, you're you're probably right. She made it up. And you know what? This and a little of that. Well, she came from an Italian village called Basto. And two years ago, my sister, Michelle, my cousin Marilyn, my cousin Donna, my cousin Paula, and my Aunt Patty got on a plane, and they flew to Basto, to the old village where my grandmother grew up, because there was a guy there that claimed that he knew the recipes. Get out of here. And they went, I swear to God, and they spent a week. You went there to get the recipes. Learning. She got. She did. Got the recipes and learned how to make the cheese balls and the meatballs and, and olive, homemade olive oil. It was amazing. Coming back with the Holy Grail. Coming back, really, with the Holy Grail, the Holy, the holy mozzarella. She came back. So now, Laura, what's your secret ingredient? I'm not telling. No. Oh, come on, Laura. Lots of garlic. <laughs> Lots of garlic. That's why you're on the phone and not in the studio. <laughs> fresh, you know, fresh basil, fresh parsley. you got to use all the fresh, uh, you know. Oh, absolutely. Any onions in my meatballs. No onions. But no not, onions? Not too much garlic. No right? onions. No onions. Oh, okay. No, but a lot of garlic. Can I ever have enough garlic? Ooh, that's why she's on. <laughs> I like that. When I don't want to talk to people, I go to Laura's house, get the meatballs. <laughs> get the meatballs. I like that, Laura. You fry all the meats first, and then you got to put the paste in the pan and get all the drippings from the meat. You're right. You're right. Absolutely right. Right. I know all about that, right? That's how you do it, right? There you go. That's it. And then you put the tomato paste. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? You got it. All right, Laura. You are you coming to Pizza Bowl? Yes, I'll be there. All right, oh, Laura great. will be there. Hey, um, did you What's hear about Pasfina Ranzoni Pasfina canceling? I heard Pasfina. they didn't because somebody you said they did, and then I'm hearing it's out there somewhere. It, it's going back and forth, but it's there's a lot of word that Ranzoni discontinued. I'm not sure it's a rumor, but a lot of people are up in arms about it. Yeah, I saw you, I saw that post. Yeah. Do but, you but, remember Anaja de Peb? Here we go. No more Ranzoni Pastena. The new year is off to a bad start. This is from the Inquirer. Ooh, ooh. It's got to be true. I don't know. And of, course, of course, they can't really? give me the story. They want me to buy the freaking story. But uh, apparently, how about that? Do you remember a, a macaroni called Anaja de Peb? No, oh, never no. heard of that. One. I do, and I can't. Hold on, I, it's it's not how you spell it. Uh, but my my grandma used to send me to the store. Uh, let me see how, how what's the right way to Anaja pronounce it. Ranzoni Anaja, uh, Angel Hair Pasta Anaja. But if de, you think, even if you think though, uh, you know, pastina for Italian American. Growing up, it was Italian. And Sini de Pepe. 
That's what it is. A N C A N C A I N I A N I'm sorry. A C I N I D E Pepe. The pasta that calls America. My grandmother used to I, yeah, this is exactly it. Uh, Italian for peppercorns. And Cine de Pepe looks like Italian tiny bread shaped pasta. Works well in soups, such as Italian wedding soup. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, that replaces the pastina. I, I, I love Italian wedding soup. Uh, the closest you can get, I mean, maybe a chicorina. Oh, remember that? The chicorina uh, soup. Chick, oh chick, chicorina soup. Progresso, right? Mm-hmm. But the pastina, Ranzoni pastina, Italian penicillin, if it's true, it's a sin. I like that. You ever have Italian divorce soup? You can only eat half a bowl. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, even, Chaz, even Chaz looking at me going, what the hell? I don't, I don't want any of What are you soup. doing in there? <laughs> I don't want to be in there. <laughs> Chad, Jersey pizza place that we should know about. Okay, I got two for you. My favorite is Pete and Elda's. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I love that place. Very in, good. In Star Tavern in Orange. That's Star there. Tavern? And, and yeah. Star Tavern is competing in this pizza bowl All first right. time. Really? Yeah, they're, they're going to be there. Star Tavern is amazing. The bar pie is just out of this and world. And Pete Nelda's Vicks. There's just so many great ones. But Vicks is a great four. one right next Vicks door almost. Bradley, yeah, uh, Bradley absolutely. Beach. I just had... I had pizza there this weekend. Oh, yeah, wow. Vicks, yeah. How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, I thought you were going to come up with a Jersey City place. Oh, really? Well, I I really like, um, uh, it's a chain. You don't have to come up with a Jersey well, City place. It's, it's a chain, but I really like it. Two Boots. The, Two they Boots? They do, do a good pie. They have a few locations in the city. Really? I know my name on one boot. But it's the boots like Louisiana and Italy. That's where they get their name. Ah, there we go. All right. How about it? What about Florida? That's just a foot. Florida? (laughs) All right. It is 1030. Now the latest New Jersey. 283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Pizza Bowl 3 is coming up February 4th. Uh, A good time shall be had by all Red's... uh, Bar was it bar and restaurant, restaurant bar. and bar yeah, right, right in American Dream in MetLife Stadium. Oh yeah, it's right smack in the middle. You can't miss this place. You can't. And it's going to be great. And big guy Matson is here. Aloha Monkey, the official band. Paul Marzano, Adam, Bob. Aloha, Aloha, Aloha Monkey. Aloha. Uh, they sing the Jersey Pizza Joint song, which they performed live earlier. We'll get that on NJ1015.com as well. And uh, some of the pizza places here that uh, that have been coming in, the places we should know about. I threw it up on social media as well. Uh, let me see what we get here. Uh, let's see. Rocco's in Avenel, uh, Destino's in Jackson, Frank's Pizza. Uh, everywhere, right? Uh, De Lorenzo's in Hamilton. Uh, f- De Lorenzo's and Papa's are just amazing. Jim, uh, the son, is a publicist, and uh, he bring he got me William Shatner on the show. Wow. Really? He got me uh, Kevin Smith on the show. Yeah. Uh, he got me uh, Lou Ferrigno. Wow. Uh, I got a picture with Lou Ferrigno. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, da, 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 da. uh, Raymond's in Cherry Hill. Uh, Vito's in Pennington. Vito. Frank's in Mendham. Brothers in Red Bank. Yes. Oh, Brothers in Red Bank. We had a chord there, eh? Brothers? Uh, ah. Old school, real great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brothers Thin Crust. Delicious. Uh, oh, the Thin Crust. Delicious. Uh, King Pizza in Cherry Hill. I used to pass that at a comedy club in uh, the Crown Plaza. Sam's on the Wildwood Boardwalk on 26th Street. How about Manko and Manko? 
Manko and Manko is, a, you know, they're legendary. That is the South Jersey Wildwood uh, area. For me, it's a pilgrimage. It is It is legendary in the pizza game. We would go, like, uh, I, have a, I have a summer home in Seattle City, and we would drive down, and I would make sure, like, whenever we go down there, stop off in Ocean City, go to Ninth and the Boardwalk, get the Manko and Manko, the white, and, uh, and, the, and, the, and the gravy's on top of the cheese. And it's amazing. Mm. Now, did you see the thing today? I know you have summer homes, right, in Seaside. And people are now renting summer homes in the winter. Have you seen it? Well, there's winter rentals. Winter rentals. And and because, hey, our property taxes are so so high. Our carrying costs are so high. We really only get a 12-week season. That's the hardest thing. I know. Because, like, when I I had had two coffee houses, one in Ocean Grove, one in Seattle. And you only make money. Yeah, and if you get some bad weekends, you're you're really messed up. You Mm -hmm. can't get a rainy Saturday back when you only have 12 or so to make a living that you've got to live another 40 weeks on to get back to it again. But I never, I mean, it's, when I heard it, it never dawned on me because we have, like, we turn the water off and all that. But when the idea of a winter rental, when I heard it, I said, what a great idea. Because, all right, so many places you go on vacation, you don't go in the water. But you, you're close to the great restaurants. You can walk on the beach. You can have the town to yourself. It's not a bad idea to go fishing. Well, during go fishing. COVID, a lot of people did flee and use Airbnb to kind of keep their families safe. I went down. It was really quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really safe. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, a, a lot of Really safe. Yeah. And in South Seaside Park, which is Berkeley Township, they kept our beach open. They didn't stop and... Say so you can't walk on the boardwalk. They Other towns did. Say so you couldn't even walk on the boardwalk over. Oh, the really? Road. But Berkeley Township kept that open. A mayor, Carmen Amato, great job on that because if anything, that was the healthiest place to be. Mm-hmm. Is out by the ocean and get that breeze and just feel that. Hopefully, you didn't see anybody walking the beach wearing a mask because that would be stupid. Right? Uh, you know the you know the life life of the Jersey Shore is twelve months a year. Yeah, that's it's what I mean. What, what a day. great idea to rent a to to do a winter rental at the shore. It's cheaper, so you don't go in the water, but you get everything else. You get the month, food, you get the nightlife, you get all of it. It's probably forty percent of what the summer rate would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get some bad deal. really great properties and rentals. If you wanted to take the whole month or wanted to take a week, you can do so. Absolutely. So you rent in a you rent in a winter. I don't rent my home. I rent other properties that I have, mm-hmm. but no, not my my. No, my but I mean, uh, home, no. you want anybody to get in touch with you? Going to a number out? <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> Airbnb. All right. Danny is in Yardville. Go to big guys' house. Hey, we here for the winter. Uh, Danny's in Yardville on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Danny. Hey, Treb. What's up, fellas? What's happening, hey, Danny? Danny what's, up? what's up? Good to hear your voice. Yo, first off, Aloha Monkey rocks. Love those guys. Ah, Rock on, Aloha Monkey. That's right. For me, now, they've already both been mentioned. Right. JoJo's in Mercerville and Papa's now in Robbinsville. Yep. But I grew up a block and a half from Chambersburg, so all these pizza joints that used to be there have all relocated. They have. I haven't heard anybody talk about my favorite pizza of all time, sausage mustard pie, which is what? a Trenton thing. Yeah, it's very much. It is it's a actually Trenton a thing. Papa's You thing. brought it in here last I time. I brought it in because we were yeah. at the Papa's. It's the oldest continually operating pizza joint in the entire country. Really? 
they moved from their original location, but kept business going and moved uh, to Robbinsville. They're doing just an amazing job, and they invented, at least to my knowledge, they invented uh, the mustard pie. And the mustard pie, for most people, and you think, eh, how good that could that be? They layer it on first, and then they bake it, and it blends right in. It just gives a really unique, like a tangy taste. kind of taste to it. You got to go to you got to go to De Lorenzo's. You got to go to Papa's and try it. But they're that? definitely really great joints. Now, Not far from here. Yeah, either. but for my money, if you want a sausage mustard tomato pie, mm. you got to go to Papa's. Papa's. If you want a sausage mustard semi tomato pie. More tomato than cheese, you got to go to JoJo's. A semi. Semi. I can eat that stuff breakfast, <laughs> lunch, semi, and dinner. he said. What kind? Are we talking yellow mustard or spicy brown? Come on. Either or. It, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's funny. At Papa's, I prefer the spicy, and at JoJo's, I prefer the yellow. All right, Danny. How oh, you about got good that? taste. There you go. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, boys. Thanks so much for coming. It has today. been fun, Steve Charles. It went so by in a blink of an eye. It did. Yeah. This is like two hours or yeah, so. Yeah, I'm telling you. All right, so I, pizza bowl three, a blink of a pie. Look at this. And we need judges, please. Yes. Uh, Eventbrite Pizza Bowl. Uh, we got it on NJ1015.com. I'm going to put up a post about the pizza places we should know about, who's competing. I'll have your the score up there, where we are right now. We get that from the Facebook page. And uh, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Big guy, Matson. Thank you, Steve. You got it, my friend. Thank you. Aloha, Monkey. Aloha, Monkey. Aloha, Bada bing, kiss the ring. There we go. Steve Point Five wants to say thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and fill your tang for free. You can win free $50 gas card. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m. for the secret code word. Enter it on our app to win free $50 gas card. There's three winners every weekend. Thanks to our sponsor, Siocha. Car and Truck Country of Flemington. Siocha Car and Truck Country of Flemington. Siocha dealerships now with 40 locations and 25 brands. Siocha. Good luck and thanks for listening from New Jersey. 101.5. Actually, Steve, that that's Sioka. Sioka. Yeah, the Sioka. Oh, Sioka. Hold on, we'll do it again because I don't want to mess this up here. Our sponsor, Sioka Car and Truck Company. They put C-A-H. Oh, I was reading a C-H-A. I must be dyslexic and didn't know it. Sioka Car and Truck Company in Flemington. Sioka dealerships now with 40 locations and 25 brands. Sioka. They, they tell you that, but they put the pronunciation afterwards. So you got to go find it. Good luck and thanks for listening. That they got from New Jersey, 101.5. For my good friends at Sioka. Uh, so there's only one thing left to do. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and trev lines. I read the news today. Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? Yes. All right, Steve. So, uh, people have been going around New York City rivers looking for mammoth bones. Mammoth bones? Yes. So, like big bones? Yes, giant mammoth bones. So, uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast, John Reeves, an Alaskan gold miner, uh, said that on December 30th, 
that he had found uh, age-old mammoth bones that were dumped in a river um, back in the day. Okay. Uh, several groups of treasure, hunter, treasure hunters have taken to the waterways in recent weeks after hearing a guest on comedian Joe Rogan's podcast claim a boxcar's worth of potentially valuable prehistoric mammoth bones was dumped. Uh, in the river in the And 1940s. what's the value of these bones that people would want them? I would assume it would be in the millions. I mean, you know, how many mammoth bones are you going to find? You're going to sell the mammoth bones? I would, I mean, would you Would you hold on to them? Like, put them on eBay? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I got big bones. You want some? I don't know. I mean, is that really a thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. it, allegedly it's a thing. No one has found anything, I guess. Um, people are, you know, still taking their boats and all their expensive equipment out there to, you know, try their luck. <laughs> the search for mammoth bones. <laughs> I'm letting them all. <laughs> All right, what else we got? So, uh, we got the big game coming up. Well, not the big game, but a big game. Uh, if you're from New Jersey uh, or Philly or, or New York, uh, get big game coming up. You can show your uh, support for your favorite team at this Hamilton Bakery. But uh, They're selling at the Hey, sorry. Can't even read. Uh, at the Italian People's Bakery in Delhi. Oh, I'd That's a yeah. good place. My friend Tony Steracy used to work there. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, there's, God rest his soul. They're selling... Uh, Eagles green bread and Giants blue bread. <laughs> the eagle bread has just been left out through a long. <laughs> Eagles green bread and Giants. So like, so like, if an eagle fan and a Giant fan goes in and buys each a loaf of bread, we do smack each other with it. <laughs> yeah, just like a really lame pillow fight in the parking lot. Really, Eagles green bread and Giant blue bread. Okay, yeah. you, oh, gotta, you gotta okay. try to. So they they only made a limited amount of them, and until uh, they realize they sell those, and they'll make more. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but they uh, they suggest making everything on it to show your support, and they're only selling them. Uh, it says so Friday, and Saturday. You, so so like, I put everything on it to show your support. What does that mean? Like blue butter? Oh, they just like green. I don't know. Like they just you? want you to make like your favorite sandwich on it to you know show it off. That way, you know when you unwrap it in the foil and you and you take it out, and your friends like you know, hey hey man, I don't know about that bread. It's looking a little bit green. So you go to the game. And if you go into the link and you unwrap your hoagie with blue bread, that could be rain. That could be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, no one's going to steal your That's sandwich. That's a good idea, sure. right? No, okay. Yeah, no one's going to steal your sandwich. Really? Um, and uh, this next one here. Gatorade should do that, right? They have blue Gatorade and they have green Gatorade. They do. Yeah, uh, but I've never had green Gatorade. It's, you know, I guess the original Gatorade, right? I thought the original was red. I would have no, assumed. No, the original was yellow. Like a, No, the original was green. Then green. came red. Oh. Well, there was a... That's the advantage of being older than you. you know, I remember the, the green Gatorade. <laughs> a time before. Yes. No, but uh, there was a weird flavor of Gatorade I had the other day. It was cucumber and uh, Cucumber lime. Gatorade? It was cucumber lime Gatorade. Yeah, and I felt like I was drinking like a, a virgin margarita or something. A like virgin that. margarita. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, one more. What do we got? Uh, one more. Uh, French nun Sister Andre has passed away, and she was the oldest living woman in, ex uh, oldest living person, sorry, on the planet. Uh, not only that, but she was also the oldest living nun. Well, she had to be. She's the oldest living person, right? Well, I mean, you yeah. You can't be the oldest living person <laughs> and the, right? Well, she... she there was, couldn't have been one older than her. She had to She be. gets to hold the title simultaneously. Oh, you know, okay. How old did she live? She lived to be 118, um, but the oldest person ever uh, was uh, 122 years old. She missed so, it by four years. Missed it by four years. All right. Are you here tomorrow? Uh, nope, I'll be back Thursday. Thursday. Now don't yes. forget. Thursday. I'm certain this time. You got it.
Kaminsky. This has been the Steve Travelly Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.